It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. The development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. self-serving. You're here for a reason. You're listening to Troubled Minds Radio. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest. Into the digital darkness. Yo ho, yo ho. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. What's up, guys? This is the show. Actually, let me let me uh, let me back up. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's up, guys? This is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And yes, this is a strange version of Troubled Minds. This is a hybrid version, as a matter of fact, if you guys are into hybrids and all the rest of that. Uh, we are live on uh, Rockfin, by the way. Uh, it just took a second to get everything rolling. Um, I uh, challenge you to do all this on one laptop. 
<laughs> it takes a little longer than usual, uh, but okay. So yeah, this so this is sort of a hybrid show, and we'll be doing this because, as many of you know, uh, I did a test show last night, and just to make sure we were um, going to be able to do this this week, um, because I wasn't sure. I thought maybe we'd have to cancel the week, just play reruns on Fringe. And uh, that's just the way it was. But um, so I don't have all my equipment, as you know. I'm on the road, and uh, so I'm kind of doing this. Um, well, let's call it ghetto style. <laughs> doing this ghetto style, meaning that uh, I just don't have all the things I need to make it happen. And so uh, that's what's that's what's going on. That's what this deal is, and that's why you have the weird uh, the weird stream, and you don't have myself on camera and all that stuff because I just don't have all that equipment with me. Uh, but also it it a it leaves a a uh sort of a a just a problem where I can't actually do this and fringe at the same time because I don't have the equipment I need. So I am playing a rerun on fringe currently and this stream is separate so you will not hear this on fringe tonight. Uh so this is kind of a um on the down low sort of a <laughs> sort of sort of stream as uh trying to make trying to juggle all the things and make all the things happen. So uh, that's what's going on here and that's why this is a little bit different, a little bit strange. So there's there's some good news, there's some bad news with that. Uh one, you know, the the full uh full might of troubled minds won't be on display because we don't don't have all the equipment necessary. Uh but the good news is uh, is we don't have radio commercials. So for this stream and for the foreseeable week as long as this continues to be okay uh, and we're able to do this, uh what we'll do is uh do it kind of old school. Kind of do it the um the way that we used to do Troubled Minds, meaning uh, before Fringe, and so we were kind of not really uh, beholden to a radio schedule or anything like that. So I'll try and keep it close to that just for the, you know, for the podcast listeners that have ads after the fact, so that we kind of have, you know, a some semblance of, you know, uh, actual structure. But uh, for the most part, uh, the, the good part is we, we don't really have to be stuck at, oh, I'm sorry, uh, I have to cut you off if you call in. And uh, Anyway, so there you go. There's some good stuff going on with this, and there's some, you know, like anything else, there's always positives and negatives, right? So, uh, so that's what's on deck. That's what's happening. That's what's on my mind tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll get to the topic at hand. I just want to make sure everybody understands why things are a little bit strange and different tonight, um, and that's just what's going on. So I will uh, be rotating through these nice screens on the uh the the actual stream itself and uh, there we go but uh, the good news is uh we are still taking your phone calls i think we fixed discord last night thank you to all the fine folks who helped us fix discord and get that actually running wait is that actually correct is that running yeah we're, we're gonna say discord is fixed uh we do know the phone line is fixed so we are taking your calls if you want to be part of the show tonight at any point give us a call at 702-957-1037 that's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven, and like I'm saying, uh, the quality isn't the best. The audio quality isn't the best, but this is going to be a fire show anyway. We're going to do this. There's going to be some really, really sweet stuff tonight because, well, guess what? Per usual, uh, we're ahead of the game because this is going to be one you don't hear anywhere with the big boys, right? Uh, the actual, the guys, uh, the competitors, as it were. That they they aren't going to touch this because, well, they. Uh, well, let's just leave it at that because <laughs> we're ahead of that game. So here we go. Uh, Let's see, where are we at? All right, uh, time-wise, we're okay. Okay, just want to make sure we're all good. So we are taking your phone calls tonight if you want to be part of the show. Uh, just bear with me because I, I literally have like 10 things open or probably 100 things open, it seems like, on one little screen. And I'm trying to do it that way. So um, I'm watching the phone lines and everything else like I usually do, trying to watch the chat as much as possible. 
and uh, that's what we're going to do. So we, we w will read your chat as we go, and uh, hopefully uh, work that into the narrative as we tell the tale. Okay, so there you go. There's, there's just the catch-up on what's happening. We did do a test stream last night, if you guys haven't caught it. It is on Rockfin and on YouTube, and you guys can go catch that. It's also on the podcast feed if you want to help us go listen to it there. And we get a few pennies if you listen to the podcast. So there we go. Okay. So uh, so what what uh, what we were doing last night after the show is, uh, after the test show, which confirmed we can actually do this tonight, which is kind of cool, is we were um, discussing uh, with uh, Night Stalker and with Rivers and with... Uh, Jay was there in New York, and uh, we had uh, Austin there. There were a lot of good people in the chat last night, and we were just kind of uh, discussing what kind of show we should be doing this week, like what kind of stuff we should be talking about. And this was one that uh, I just found a couple days back, and I thought, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. So as you know, uh, all the these links are already on YouTube, and you can find them there, but I'm going to drop the links in the chat right here so you guys can also find them. Look at that. Look at that. It's almost like I'm not at, or not on the road, right? Uh, okay, so so uh, there you go. There's where we're starting tonight, and this is from GreekReporter.com. And this is what got me thinking, right? Uh, it got me thinking in terms of this in particular. So this starts like this. From Delphi to Google. Ancient Oracle to modern-day search engines. And it seems like, right, those, those things right there may not have a lot in common. However, however, when you dig a little deeper, right, usually uh, there are some things that are uh, some quite alarming parallels to the ancient world. And, uh, and sometimes, right, we, we kind of uh, need to be asking some of these questions in who is the man behind the curtain, as it were, sort of the Wizard of Oz type of situation. You know what I'm saying? And spoiler alert on what a 60 or 70 year old movie, <laughs> however old that movie is. Uh, the Wizard of Oz uh, the, has the man in the curtain pulling the levers, running the would be wizard, okay? The would be wizard of actual Oz. Okay, so anyway. Uh, as we, as we, uh, that's what that's what's on my mind tonight with this article. And let's read just a little bit of this so you guys see where we're coming from. Um, in ancient Greece, the people relied heavily on oracles, not only to predict the future, but to reveal secret information and the answers to their deepest philosophical questions. Uh, one of the most famous of all oracles was at Delphi. Other people say Delphi. I'm going to say Delphi for tonight. It's spelled D-E-L-P-H-I. Very famous. Uh, located in an enormous sacred enclosure consecrated to the god Apollo. Legend and mythology say that Delph Delphi took its name from Delphine, D-E-L-P-H-Y-N-E, the serpent that lived there and was killed by the god Apollo. However, in other accounts, the serpent was the male serpent Dracon called Python. So there you go. Some uh, different, as we know, the Greek mythology is kind of all over the place, depending on where you get the sources from and all the rest of this. So we're going to just, uh, we're going to roll with that. What's up, guys? I see in the chat. What's up, MJ, Fred? Uh, we're doing this a little bit weird style. Uh, uh, what's up, uh, Elizabeth? What's up, Joe? I see you guys there. Um, we're going to do this a little bit weird style. Like I said, it's more of a hybrid show, more like the old Troubled Mind shows when we're off the radio. So that's what's on deck tonight. And we're talking about this, this bizarre little article. And it uh, continues. Uh, so the mentally, uh, infamously, the mentally unstable Roman emperor, Nero, relentlessly tried to learn the timing and circumstances of his death from the oracle 
at Delphi, all right? And so there's a lot of uh, famous people who've actually been, uh, been uh, you know, we weaved into the story of the Oracle at Delphi and some of the things that they, um, uh, right? Like, like, as always, if you, if you kind of pay attention to what Oracles do say and don't say, is that uh, it's uh, oddly enough that, what would you say, fortune-telling and being the, uh, the, the, well, uh, the Nostradamus of the time, I don't know, what would you call it, right? An actual oracle uh, is that things were never really a linear uh, fortune-telling, right? And so what that would mean is, of course, that uh, they might give you your, your oracle, your, uh, your, your scene, or whatever this is called, in, in a riddle of sorts, okay? And there are many, many examples of this with, like, the ancient oracle and the... Uh, uh, what would you call it? Uh, the Oedipus, right? Where you marry your mother and kill your father, and that's the uh, uh, again, spoiler alert for a two thousand year old story, but uh, right, three thousand year old story, whatever this happens to be. But uh, so the Oedipus, just for example, was um, prophesized. That's what I'm looking for. The prophecy that was prophesized to actually be part of uh, a, a a situation where he was foretold to kill his father and marry his mother. All right, and so as a result of this, what did they do? Once the, the fortune teller uh, prophesied this, he was uh, disappeared, right? He was made uh, to go away because, of course, you can't have that. And so they abandoned uh, Oedipus in the woods, I believe, as the story goes. And, uh, of course, what happens, right? So he's found by a local farmer or I think it was a woodsmith or something like this, right? So this baby is left to die, the Oedipus story. And the, the only reason they left him in the forest is because of the prophecy, all right? And so the question with this type of stuff is the self-fulfilling prophecies, okay? So that's, that's kind of what's on my mind tonight a little bit with some of this stuff. But then it, it goes deeper than that. In that, uh, well, in the old days, so the Oracle at Delphi was said to be an actual, um, uh, you know, a, a seer that was actually able to tap into the gods, Apollo in this specific instance, right? And be able to tell you the future based on what the gods uh, relayed information to the, the oracle. We'll get into some of this as we go and uh, talk about some of this more in depth, but uh, just kind of laying the foundation of what's on my mind tonight. Because this stuff, again, um, when you start looking at the ancients and the way they do uh, oracles and prophecies and the rest of this stuff, uh, it, it does seem to channel from the gods, does it not? It seems to channel from uh, some higher divine power or divine source. And so as a result of that, um, well, is it, where is this information coming from? All right. And that's what's on my mind tonight. That's what's on my mind tonight. If you have an oracle that's uh, linked to the god Apollo, let's say, like the oracle at Delphi, and they're channeling information from said god, who would be Apollo, of course, as I said, and, well, uh, is the information actually coming from Apollo? There's a lot of theories here, and so I'd love to hear your guys' take on this, of course, as we go tonight. And uh, that's what's on my mind tonight. So where does this information come from? Because if you look at the modern-day similar parallel of the, right, like I said, the Wizard of Oz, the man behind the curtain, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain pulling the levers, right? Uh, pay attention to the big fire-headed whatever's going on with this. And uh, you see, right? Keep your eye on the shiny object. There's, there's a lot that are kind of parallel with, um, with what's happening in, in this, uh, this little uh, narrative that uh, we got going today. What's up, guys? I see you in the chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. But uh, so that's the question tonight. What do, you, what do you think about uh, prophecies? 
What do you think about oracles? What do you think about uh, this oracle at Delphi? And if you had to pin it down and say there was a modern-day oracle, this article says that it could be modern-day search engines. And do you think, in and of itself right there, there's a enough of a parallel to kind of make a connection here? And, well, I think so. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So, as always, I'd love to hear from you guys if you want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Like I said, I'm on the road. So, if you're just showing up and you're wondering why the stream's a little different, why, why my voice is a little different, I don't have all my fancy equipment at home. I'm literally on the road in California. And we're just uh, uh, doing this, uh, this kind of with a laptop and a bad attitude like we were doing last night. Uh, so, so anyway, that's what's going on. If you guys are wondering what's up and why the stream isn't uh, normally up as up to speed as it as it can be, well, that's why. So, anyway, so we're going to continue here. Now, now, what the now the parallel I'm trying to make is uh, straight from this article. It's amazing. GreekReporter.com reports this again from Delphi to Google, ancient oracle to modern day search engines. And I think there's a a huge parallel here. I think this is one of those situations where uh, we kind we talk about algorithms on this show and we talk about all kinds of different things, but we don't actually uh, really kind of dig into why some of this stuff could be um, well, maybe say from the ancient world, uh, maybe from let's say how about this? How about this? This is what's on my mind. We'll cut to the chase and just throw it out there as food for thought. If you have a let's say, a godlike entity, in this case, Apollo, supposedly channeling oracles, uh, two oracles, information about the future, where is that information actually coming from? Where is that information actually coming from? Is it from the god Apollo? Does that exist? Is that real? Or what if these oracles are channeling something else? You know, we've kind of talked about Stephen Greer summoning lights in the sky <laughs> and as far as ufos go and uh that type of thing but what actually would you be channeling right what actually would you be summoning these types of things do you think that uh, there's something here that uh is uh is to this so that, that i'm going to make the case tonight that i think it's a little it might be a little more sinister than we believe and uh as always don't mind the man behind the curtain pulling the levers right keep your eyes on the shiny object so here we go. What's up? I see you guys on Rockfin as that's uh, up and up and going. What's happening? Uh, I see everybody over there. What's up, Joe? Ronald? I'm going to give Rockfin some extra love because, well, we get paid on Rockfin and not on YouTube. So <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, no offense that, to that. Just just what it is. Okay. So let's go. Let's keep, let's keep on trucking with this. Now, this is, uh, again, so the parallel is, that's what's in my mind. This is how this rests. Okay. So uh, the mentally unstable Roman Emperor Nero relentlessly tried to learn the timing and circumstances of his death from the Oracle at Delphi. All right. Now, this is the message that the Oracle gave the uh, Roman Emperor Nero, who famously Nero was a tyrant. He was a, a bastard uh, uh, and not not definite uh, literal version of that word. But he was he was just a punk. Nero was a a a. a it just he was one of the worst emperors Roman Rome ever had. Okay, so this was and he was uh, obsessed learning about when he was going to die. And this was the message he received from the Roman or from the Oracle at Delphi. All right, uh, the message was: Beware of the seventy-third year. Okay, now that's Nero, and so. He wasn't tripping. He's like, okay, fine. That's cool. Like, uh, I don't have to be worried about anything until I'm 73, right? Beware the 73rd year, right? 
So the emperor continued on in a false sense of security until shortly after this omen, he was killed by Galba, who, by the way, happened to be 73 years old. And this is what I'm saying, right? How you have this entire weird situation with oracles and with things that uh, may not be linear, may not be, may not be, uh, well, I think, I think that's the nature of oracles, isn't it? Where if they told you exactly what you needed to know and it was easy to figure out, well, then you had invaluable things. You had, uh, you had uh, the knowledge of the future. And so I think that's why this is, this is part of the oracle process is, one, right, they could obfuscate if they're wrong. That's always a, a, an option. But two, right, you end up uh, sort of uh, doing a, uh, well, uh, maybe interpreting things as, as they, they may or may not be. Okay, uh, as uh, well, go back to uh, you know the let's say the Star Wars prophecy, which they kind of uh, again jacked from uh, from ancient history as well, and and you know uh, oracles and prophecies and the rest of this. You remember that Anakin Skywalker was supposed to bring balance to the Force, right? He was uh, uh, infamously said by Qui Gon Jinn in Episode One uh, that you know he was he was the the uh, the, the chosen one, the one that to bring balance to that Force. But look what happened, right? It, it not always turns out the way you think it will. And that's, uh, that's sort of the situation here. But uh, yeah, so what's going on, guys? Just, uh, just doing our, our stream uh, a little differently tonight, like I said. So we're, we're still, uh, we are not on Fringe tonight because uh, I don't have the equipment to make that happen because uh, we are on the road and uh, doing our thing. So uh, we're going to try and do a, a in-between show here. So like I said... A little bit more uh, like the old school shows where we don't have radio commercials, but I will try and break it about every 30 minutes for just a couple minutes to make sure the structure stays in place and give us a chance to maybe get up and uh, grab a drink or you know hit the restroom or whatever. So anyway, so what are your thoughts so far tonight? The, the questions for tonight as we begin this conversation are a little something like this. Do you believe that prophecies are real? Okay. Oracles, as it were, are able to tell you the future. Okay, in this case, we're talking about the Oracle of Delphi, and of course, as you, you stay tuned and hang around, we're going to make the connection that not just the Oracles of old could be meddling with your future, well, we're going to make the case that the Oracles of the modern day, that's right, are algorithms from Google, from Facebook, from the rest of this, and uh, that's, that's what's on my mind tonight. So what's up? See you guys in the chat. Thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for bearing with us as our quality isn't as hot or great as it normally is. I'm trying to do a, you know, a lot of things at once on a little laptop. I'm honestly just amazed I can actually pull this off in any semblance of whatever. But uh, yeah, so that's what's going on tonight, and uh, that's what we're doing. So you want to be a part of the show? What do you think about oracles? What do you think about prophecies? And why do you think they, they give us the prophecies in riddle? Is it because I stated that it's just too powerful to actually have direct knowledge of the future, and so it has to be sort of done uh, allegorically or something else, um, something like that? Or that's the question, right? So, do you believe oracles exist? What about this uh, oracle at Delphi? We'll get into some of the specifics there, and as we talk about it tonight, and maybe maybe tie it into the modern day, and who's who's actually the man behind the curtain pulling the levers that you shouldn't really be concerned about right <laughs> so anyway all right there it is all right so we're gonna keep on trucking here if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 i think the discord's working if you guys want to help me test the phone lines and the discord that would be amazing and uh again thanks for hanging out thanks for being here with us 
Uh, it's hard to be away. It's hard to be away when there's a lot of things to say. There's a lot of things to think about. There are conversations to be had. And uh, that's what we're doing. So there we go. All right. So one more time. 702-957-1037. If you want to jump on the Discord, go to troubledminds.org. That's the official uh, website. And the Discord link is right there on top. You cannot miss it. Uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate the good feedback out there. Okay, so we're going to keep on trucking with this. Then, then you see what I'm saying, right? There's a parallel here. And we'll read just a little bit more of this article because it's pretty good stuff. So the, the uh, Nero, the Roman Emperor Nero, was... Uh, uh, beware of the 73rd year was the message he received from the oracle at Delphi, which he wasn't tripping about, but he was murdered by a man named Galba, who happened to be 73 years old. So you see, it's not necessarily uh, direct knowledge of the future. It's always, uh, what would Yoda say? Hmm, difficult to see. Always in motion, the future is, right? Something like that. Uh, that's my terrible Yoda. But you get it, right? I think this is uh this is a little bit weird that um you know maybe maybe it's impossible to have direct knowledge of the future. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> or is it? Okay, so let's go. Uh right from the article continues. However, that's certainly not the only well-known question asked of the oracle. Uh lead tablets reveal that the brilliant Roman orator Cicero asked the common Google search question. All right? The common Google search question. How to become famous? All right. Unfortunately, when em uh, Roman Emperor Theod Theodosius I ascended to power, the oracle was shut down as it was associated with pagan cults and beliefs. However, it remains a great tourist attraction until this day, as people from all over the world travel to see the ruins of Delphi, Delphi. Uh, I think that's what I was going to go with, and the famous Delphic Oracle. So, uh, and that's uh, there you go. I think that that kind of sums it up on what's on my mind tonight regarding. Uh, oracles regarding the oracle at Delphi, regarding uh, fortune telling, seeing the future, and again, is there some sort of connection? Like, I think this is the thing, right? This is the thing that bothers me about this when I saw the article itself. It's like, wait a minute, we do have a direct parallel here, meaning that if you type into Google, right, how to become famous, all right, or you type it into YouTube or whatever else, all right, there is not a linear search engine okay it's something very different it's something that's uh, been weighted in particular uh, to show you certain things versus other things right and so of course uh, you know let's say you go to Google or YouTube and they want you to you know become famous their way uh, they'll you know try and teach you how to make a YouTube channel right things like this because it's weighted toward if you're famous well then there they get a cut of your dough you see what I'm saying and it may not be uh, exactly um, well uh, as linear as I said. So I don't know. That's the thing, and uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. That's what's on my mind. If you guys want to be part of the show, we're going to take a break here in just a minute. Uh, like I said, we're going to try and keep the uh, structure in place, but what I'll do is uh, I'll um, do the fade-in, fade-out. We'll stop and say hi to the chat like we normally do, and then we'll be able to uh, to, to kind of keep going with our, our show tonight. But, but there we go. So the Oracle at Delphi, and uh, is there some parallel? And so, again, if you're channeling information about the future, where's this information coming from? So the Oracle itself from the Oracle of Delphi is supposedly from the, the god Apollo, okay? Which is fine, I'm okay with that. Uh, but what about if you type in how to become famous in, well, the Google search engine, all right? As uh, the, the, uh, the famous author Cicero actually described. Wait, what just happened? 
I think my, my headset just freaked out and went loud and then quiet. Okay, anyway. All right, so there we go. That's what's on my mind tonight. If you guys want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. And the question is this. Regarding prophecies, regarding oracles, do you think it's real, first? Specifically with the oracle at Delphi. And then second, uh, of course, if it's real, where do you think the information is coming from? Is it actually being channeled through the god Apollo? Or, right, we've talked about uh, other things on this show, like the, the, um, the Archons and some other maybe malevolent uh, actors, maybe demons and things like this. Uh, that's the question, right? If you're, if you're fiddling with magic and looking to learn of the future, what do you think it is that's being contacted by a particular oracle? And that's what's going on tonight. And so as we uh, get to that point where we're going to, like I said, we're going to do this like we did on, on Fringe and just, just pretend like uh, we got a commercial running. But uh, we won't. We'll just cut it and we'll talk to the chat and kind of catch up and say what's going on. So as we do this and we continue trucking, we're, we're, uh, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're taking your phone calls tonight as we talk about oracles. We talk about their connection with modern-day algorithms and where do you think the information is actually coming from? If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. And this is a special travel stream as we broadcast from California on a laptop. And sometimes all you need is a, a laptop and a bad attitude. And we're proving that tonight. Uh, so 
apologize for the quality that's not up to our standard, but uh, I think we're getting away with it. I think we're getting away with it. So tonight, we are discussing, that's right, oracles, all right? The oracle at Delphi. Why do you think when they give us information about the future, it comes in riddles? You think there's something a little more interesting or different than maybe the information coming from Apollo? And maybe they're trying to deceive us in some way. Very much like the self-fulfilling prophecies of old. Or maybe this is something else entirely. Maybe these, the information that comes from the oracles themselves aren't from Apollo. And they're from something else. And that's what's on my mind tonight. And we'd love to hear your take on this if you want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and uh, get your ass in here. Just hop on the caller queue and we'll put you on the show. All right, let's uh, let's go to uh, James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. Welcome to the show, my friend. Are you there? Testing one, two. Hello. Hello, hello. I think we're good. I think Discord works. What's going on, James? Sounds good. How are you, man? I'm good. I just thought I'd help you with test, test that out, see how the Discord's working. I appreciate it. Uh, sound check one, two, guys. Can you hear them loud and clear out there? Please uh, let us know how we sound. But uh, thank you, James. Uh, appreciate you uh, breaking the ice tonight and being the first one to, to chime in here. What do you think about this uh, this Oracle at Delphi stuff? And is is the information being channeled from like a... A god of sorts, or do you think there's maybe a trickster at play here? And uh, why do they give us riddles in uh, or in prophecies? Yeah, this has always been any kind of prophes- prophesizing or, or divination. It's always fascinated me as far as what the source is. I I can't discount that there could be other entities that people are getting information from, but. I also think in some cases they are maybe just collecting information from like the world and the news around them and using that to kind of come up with their own prophecies based on what what their what their knowledge is. And I think part of the reason for being vague and for being using riddles is it's open to interpretation so that it's almost like a self-defense kind of thing where you acted this way. I didn't say that's how it was. I just gave you this prophecy. It could mean any number of things. Ah, so their uh, prophecies are, by their nature, open-ended, meaning that you can sort of make them into what you want them to be, right? I think so, at least in some cases. I do think there's definitely, you know, I'm not saying that direct um, messages from other entities about, you know, the future. I'm not saying that's not possible. I just think that in some cases, you know, I, it's hard to believe that every situation, every every prophecy ever made is paranormal or, or you know, supernatural in origin. I, I think we have to take into account all possibilities as if they're probably all true in one situation or another. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know. Yeah, so, okay, so uh, back, to, back to, like, I agree with you. Like, it, it's impossible to know, right? Like, with Nostradamus, right, probably the most, uh, most infamous uh, fortune teller of, like, modern times. And by modern, we're talking several hundred years back. But uh, we're not, he's way more contemporary than something like the Oracle of Delphi, who, of course, right. was supposedly channeling the fortune 
the 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 prophecy of Apollo. All right. Right. And so, so the point kind of is this: is is that coming from Apollo? That entity? What is that thing? And that's what kind of tickled my brain tonight and got me thinking about. Yeah. Wait a minute. There there could be something more at play here. Very much like again, you do a paranormal podcast. So, for instance, uh, let's say you're messing with a Ouija board and you ask whatever's contacting you who they are. Very much, they can give you a false name. Am I right? Oh yeah, that's one of the that's one of the problems with that. Or not? That's one of the things to always be aware of whenever you're doing anything like that. You have to. It, it's never wise to take everything that you get as being 100% true. I mean, it's just like in real it's just like in real life, you know, but especially with that because there is no way to go and check this or that. If it, if you're just getting information through a, a you know, any kind of like you said Ouija board or any kind of ceremony, there's no way easy way to check that. Exactly. And so so basically what I'm saying here is let's say that Apollo or whoever this happened to be, that was uh, maybe even channeling information into the oracles at Delphi, uh, was maybe not Apollo at all. Maybe it was some sort of ancient trickster spirit that was uh, trying to cause trouble, trying to give people uh, maybe fortunes that were um, open-ended enough as to cause strife, as to cause, you know, maybe not the things they were saying, be deceptive as it were. Uh, something like that, right? Something like that is what kind of makes me go, uh-oh. <laughs> which, which is why, you, you've heard me say this, which is why I don't want anybody pointing the bone at me. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why, I, you know, you mentioned the Ouija board. That's why I will never use one on my own. I think you have to be, you have to, I don't know, you have to go through a lot of, you have to learn as much as you can about that stuff before you mess with it, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And so so I think that's the weirdness of this. And so I equated it to the Wizard of Oz, right? So where you have the Wizard of yeah. Oz, he's the big guy, it's the glowing head, the big, you know, the yes. the, the, the whole deal. But then there, it's not him at all. There's somebody behind the curtains pulling the levers. And I think that's part of the the issue here is if you, you know, they've uh, they've they've said that the algorithms are the new uh, the new god, right? The new they, They're able to yeah. lead our minds before and know what we want before we want it. And that's my parallel here. Do you think that there's a, a modern-day parallel with that? And including now, with, a, with an algorithm that can maybe pick up and know about what you want before you want it, and then it's not transparent, right? So that's the shiny yeah. object is maybe Facebook or the Google search engine or what have you. Oh, yeah. But what ends up happening is, who do you think the man is behind the curtain pulling the levers because there's somebody there isn't there oh yeah it's the people that want to take all all the power and all the money it's they're just yeah no i totally agree i, I love that exact that example that analogy that's perfect i think that's that's excellent thank you thank you Ex excellent is better than not excellent <laughs> very good stuff <laughs> i appreciate it my man uh so so anything else while we got you on i know uh you got uh you got all kinds of good stuff to talk about because you're uh, you're the paranormal guy and this is fortune telling man you tell me yeah no i just i think i basically said it i mean it's just always be careful i think it's like you said so many people just buy into whatever they're 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 being told either because they want to buy into it or 
they just haven't done any research or they don't know how to do research. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I, th- I think there's definitely, especially now, I think there's definitely a company, you know, the people and the companies that have all the power. Of course, they're, of course, they're using all the search en- engines and, and websites to get you to, you know, to ask the questions they want you to ask. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, steering you a particular way, which very much, right, like that the self-fulfilling prophecies is kind of what I'm talking yeah. about, too, with that, that whole Oedipus th- stuff. So it's like yeah. uh, the open-ended prophecy, uh, actually, they, they dropped him in the forest, right, to die, but then he was picked up by a farmer or a miller or whoever it was, and then that person ended up raising him and, as a result, fulfilled the prophecy. And if they had not acted on the prophecy itself, they uh, they would not have fulfilled the entire thing, right? So I think that's yeah. the weirdness here, is that maybe we can be fooled into uh, doing things that we normally wouldn't have if we didn't believe the the uh, the, the prophets, as it were, right? Something like that. Yep. Yeah. 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 So uh, trickster spirits, who knows? So that's what we're talking about. I appreciate it, James. Anything else, my man? Oh, that's it. Thank you again for mentioning my show. I, I always appreciate it. You got it, man. You got it. Thanks for doing a good show. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Take care. Thank you. James Salcedo, Salcedo Paranormal. Check out his uh, podcast. He does a podcast. Uh, uh, again, he was just, just live right before our show today. Uh, he just changed his schedule, as far as I'm aware, to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And uh, there you go. There you go. So, okay. So th- that's the question tonight. What do you think is going on with this? Uh, the prophecies, as it were? Okay. We're, ta- we're starting with the Oracle at Delphi. And... Uh, th- of course, right, the oracle there was supposedly channeling Apollo and giving people uh, information, okay, about the future. And so that's the question. Do you think it's possible that maybe somebody was posing as Apollo, all right, and uh, maybe a sort of trickster spirit was channeling information to these these uh, actual uh, priestesses as they were? Um, we'll get into some of that, actually. Let's do that. And I think that's what's going on. Um, Let's see, um, da, da, da. reading the chat, what's up guys, good chat as always, alright, so yeah, 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 okay, back to this real quick, so again, right, so the the uh, the mentally unstable Roman Emperor Nero relentlessly tried to learn the timing and circumstances of his death from the Oracle at Delphi, uh, the message he received was, beware of the 73rd year, okay, so clearly, uh, in a linear fashion, that means, well, I don't have anything to worry about till I'm 73, I'm probably going to have a long, live a long, full life, and that's not what happened, because shortly thereafter, yes, he was murdered by Galba, who happened to be 73 years old. And that's kind of what I'm looking at here, is when we when we talk about this stuff and think about ancient oracles, or even modern oracles, uh, that's the thing here. That's what's, uh, that's what's on my mind tonight, and um, that's what uh, I'd love to hear your take on. Uh, so we, we even threw Ouija boards into the mix. Do you think that um, maybe... Uh, any sort of ritual or divination uh, maybe in the, the Ouija board sphere is also uh, similar to maybe the oracles uh, of, of old or even, uh, let's say, the oracles of modern times. I, I know they're out there. I know they exist. What do you guys think? Uh, like I said, uh, we're looking to hear from you. You want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven, and we'll put you on the show. Thinking about this, talking about this, and wondering what's on your mind. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, w- if you're just joining us, we are on the road. So the quality is a little different on the stream. We are not on the fringe. 
we're doing our thing and uh, we've got a rerun playing on the fringe. I'm doing a juggling a lot of things right now at the same time. So that's what's going on. If you're wondering what's up with my voice and what's up with the stream, why it's a little different, uh, we'll be back to that uh, regular scheduling scheduled program next week. But uh, right now we're uh, we're trying to make do with uh, like I keep saying a a laptop and a bad attitude. <laughs> let's do it. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Joe in Florida. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? I'm okay. How's everybody doing? A-okay. A-okay, man. So, uh, pretty pretty interesting um, subject here. I just kept thinking on the Oracle, if they're tapping into something, they might just be kind of floating around there. Maybe they're interpreting it as best as they can. Kind of like when we wake up from a dream, you know, where certain things have certain meanings, uh, 73rd. And then the other thing that I think about, though, is if it's given as a riddle, maybe the person that gives it as a riddle, whether this could be evil or whatever we consider it, if you give somebody something as a riddle, that's going to make that person think about it. And the word is power. If that person thinks about it enough, maybe they're creating their own reality. If they create their own reality, the person who gave them the riddle can be out of it. In other words, not directly responsible or no negative energy. They just kind of said, they just kind of push it into motion. The person that it was directed at obsessed over it. Therefore, it happened. And the person that originally said it is off the karmic hook, I guess you could say. Right, so that's why it's uh, riddles and open-ended, because maybe you're not pointing the bone at people uh, as the oracle, right? So you're not dealing out death and judgment, per se, but if it comes in a nice candy-coated wrapper, then uh, you're not responsible. <laughs> like a, a enter-at-your-own-risk sort of situation, right? Pretty much. You know, without signing blood on the contract. You know, um, but what I find interesting, though, because you've jumped straight to algorithms, um, I find interesting when we look at things like Matt Groening and The Simpsons. And I don't know if the proper order would be causality, self-fulfilling prophecy, but if he was feeding these things, and I never really watched The Simpsons, but, you know, everybody's got videos on YouTube and how they predicted the future. But if you're, like we've talked about before, if you're showing this on a program, you're literally programming reality. And we have mass self-fulfilling things, whether it's presidents, 9-11. They say that parts of uh, the Simpsons predicted 9-11, on and on and on. So it's really interesting, kind of makes you go, hmm, was Matt Groening tapping into something? You know, was Edgar Casey? Um, excellent topic. I know that I heard that the Oracle of Delphi in that uh, cave, they may have gotten high from gases. But who's to say and who's to judge? People do mushrooms and everything else. 
and maybe come back a little bit more enlightened than some of us, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. So, so interesting. So maybe Matt Groening is, is actually, of the Simpsons creator, is actually one of the or, modern-day oracles. Maybe he's actually channeling something, and uh, that's why some of those, uh, his predictions have actually come to pass. Interesting. And so, but of course, right, in, in some cases, even those are, seem to be riddles, don't they? Like, they're, they're just close enough to where, uh, you know, it, it begs the question of whether it's coincidence or whether it's uh, something else entirely, right? Maybe he is channeling something. Very much like uh, Nikola Tesla. He said that the only reason he was as knowledgeable as he was is he was able to channel some entity from other, some other place. Not here, not of this world. And so maybe that's what's happening right now. Who knows, man? That, that's a good point. I didn't even think of well, it in, in terms of that. You know, in, in a sense, maybe whatever we see is a variation of whatever, whatever multiple, you know, different realities. So maybe we can't give an exact thing because, like you said, Yoda says, difficult to see, always moving. It is always moving. Maybe it's moving with different probabilities or different outcomes. So what we're getting in that riddle is the hard fact or what is going to happen. You know, we know it's 73. Okay. Now, could it be a 70, in one reality, it's a 73-year-old guy. Maybe in another reality, it's a 73-year-old woman. Well, if somebody has the ability to see that, maybe they just can't get the detail because they can't get the timeline. Yeah. If there's multiple, you know, if there's a multiverse. Yeah, and it, se it seems like, uh, have you ever heard like a, like, like any kind of um, prophecy that was like bang on? So, so you know, the, the skeptic would say, well, that's because you can't tell the future, right? So that's what the skeptic would say. But then, again, they've been, uh, you know, superstitions or whatever else it is, but if they go back thousands of years, back to the Oracle of Delphi, which is where we're starting with here tonight, is that, uh, do, do you believe there's something to this? Do you think this is actually possible? I, I definitely think there is, and I'll tell you why. Um, the Oracle of Delphi, if, you know, original oracle think about the times they lived in a lot less distracted than we are now a lot more in tune with their surroundings probably and at that time questioning things you know not that there was an enlightenment it was before dark ages but you know in Rome and all those times there were signs things were flourishing and things were kind of open I mean, you had some despotic emperors in times, but if you were able to live a life in nature and be unpolluted uh, by what we have now, you probably would have a better chance of manipulating or seeing what an outcome might be. If there's, you know, if there's a matrix to this that somebody can read, if there's tea leaves that somebody's reading. You know, uh, we could say some things are total guesses, but at some point in time, somebody's right. Somebody's prophecies come out. Was it a lucky guess? I don't know. I don't know. Will we ever know? Ah, will, we, information will we ever know? <laughs> there, therein lies the crux, does it not? Meaning that if you it's... Well, it goes it, to the Big Bang. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, we all, like we said before here, 
you know, sometimes when we say the Big Bang, everything's already happened. We're just living in that shadow or that flash. And some of us get deja vu. I mean, I'll give you an example that happened to me today. I was about to leave. To, I was leaving church to go to cemetery. And I get on my phone, and I look up the cemetery's number, and there's a girl that comes up because she was a sales girl there years ago. So the cemetery number comes up because it says cemetery, and then the girl comes up with cemetery next to it. And I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to her in forever. She moved away. I call the cemetery, tell them I'm going to be there. That was it. We get to the cemetery. Would you believe it? Four hours later, the girl calls me out of the blue because she was in North Carolina, seeing how I'm doing, and leaves a vague message on my voicemail. It's like, was there a connection there that was subconscious that made her call? I don't know. Are we all connected? Can some of us tap into that a little bit better? Uh, I think we can. I think some people can tap into it a little bit better. I think when some of us get up in the morning and try to think of a positive day or a positive outcome, we're just scratching the surface of what the abilities that we have are. Self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah, and I think I think uh, even even like throwing out uh, you know the paranormal or the supernatural here, I think that uh, you know you can make an argument for uh, you know sort of that akashic record sort of situation, meaning that you know like even scientists have claimed uh, that time exists in all forms at all times, meaning the past, the present, and the future is here now. And so if you could somehow tap into that, it doesn't need to be supernatural at all, does it? It becomes science. So, so yeah, I don't know. I think uh, interesting ways to look at this and where this information is coming from. I mean, I would, I would look at that more than, you know, the algorithms are great and the algorithms, not that they're great, they're not great, but I'll take that back. But algorithms, uh, you know, I think Google is what we feed it from encyclopedias. Um, and like an algorithm does, it's going to take its best guess based on trial and error. Trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. Uh, an oracle or a fortune teller or a seer, I think we're tapping into something totally different. That, you know, that unless, you know, the quantum singularity could do, um, I don't think Google will ever be able to do that. You know, I might be able to predict crime or we've seen that. I might be able to predict this or predict that, but it's always going based on past experience and what we feed it, which let's face it, we feed the internet a lot of negative stuff. So oh, you're yeah. going to probably get negative outcomes. You know, it does manifest in life. But anyway, I've been long-winded and I will let somebody else get on. So, you're the best, Joe. Thank you. You're the best, Joe. Thanks for calling. Thanks for uh, chiming in. Uh, <laughs> God bless you and your family. Night. Thanks for you too. Talk to you soon. There you go. Joe in Florida. Uh, good stuff as always. Uh, all the great calls. I appreciate it, James. Joe, good calls. Good stuff. Uh, we're talking about prophecies tonight, guys. Well, this article uh, piqued my interest in uh, discussing the Oracle at Delphi and describing not just the ancient Oracle uh, the way it used to be. Like we're, like we're kind of uh, thinking in terms of did the Oracles get information directly from Apollo, like they said, and uh, we'll get into the gas, like the poison gas and the rest of that. And uh, well, right, because so, you know, some people have said they were uh, the oracles at Delphi were just perpetually high because of uh, a noxious gas that was coming out of the the chamber in which uh, the sacred chamber, as it were. Uh, but but that's the question, right? The question on my mind tonight, and why why I thought this was worthy of discussion, is because uh, do you do you believe the questions for the evening? Do you believe that uh, 
maybe uh, oracles uh, and telling the future is is possible. And second, if it is, where's that information coming from? Like I, like I discussed there with Joe a little bit, uh, do you think it is uh, built based in science? Maybe sort of like the, uh, the um, you know, the, the Akashic Records sort of situation with science and time existing in all forms and at all times, right? Or is it uh, maybe they're channeling some entity, very much like we discussed with James when he called in, uh, maybe Ouija boards? And if so, uh, do you think it's possible we're, we're being misled by uh, trickster spirits or things like this, right? And that's that's what would be um, suspicious to me is uh, you know you contact something from the you know quote other side, and uh, what is that thing that you're contacting? Okay, clearly it's not human. I think we could probably all agree, mostly that that's the case that it's not human. But uh, beyond that, what uh, what are they trying to tell us? Are they is there some sort of trick going on with these? Uh, uh, the way this rolls. So that's what's going on. Uh, what's up, MJ? Says it's possible. Okay, we're going to catch up with the chat in just a sec. And uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're uh, we're going to just keep on trucking. We're we're going to just pretend like we're uh, everything's normal and uh, we're not on the road, but uh, trying to do our best here with a good show uh, in spite of just a laptop and a bad attitude. So again, if you're just joining us, we're uh, this is the travel version of Troubled Minds, and I literally just have one laptop, and I have like, uh, I don't know, uh, 30 screens probably open on this sucker, 30 tabs and all kinds of different stuff, so uh, still trying to make this happen, and uh, I think so far so good, so thanks for sticking with us, guys. Next week should be back to normal, so we'll do this week kind of like this, and uh, we'll be back next week as you're, you've come to expect the quality of Troubled Minds, so there we go. So as we, uh, we kind of wind this down, let's go top of the hour break, and uh, we're talking about oracles tonight and uh, specifically we'll start with the oracle of Delphi like we said and do you think it's possible to actually channel some sort of entity to give you information about the future and then secondary if it's possible do you think as a layer on top of that that we get trickster spirits maybe we're contacting that are giving us bogus information trying to fool us trying to create a future that may or may not come to pass unless we encountered them yeah that's what's on my mind tonight what are your thoughts this is troubled minds i'm michael strange if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and join the discord at troubledminds.org click the discord link and there we go there it is don't go anywhere more troubled minds after the break It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
Alright, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and tonight we are talking about oracles. The Oracle at Delphi, and the man behind the curtain. Meaning, do you think the Oracle is getting information from a divine source? Or do you think the Oracle can be deceived by a trickster spirit of sorts posing as the divine source, Apollo in this case, or something else? That's the question. That's what's on my mind tonight. And I'd love to hear what you think. If you want to be part of the show, give us a call. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. And you can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and uh, join the caller queue. And that's another way. That's uh, how we do this internationally. We have people listening all over the world and... It's uh, easy to dodge the long distance nowadays with the internet. So uh, one more time, if you want to be part of it, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, we've got Daryl on the phone. So let's go to Daryl in New York. Daryl, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Right, kind of, right? I think it's kind of like hello, that. Joseph Arcane says, uh, yes, I do believe you can channel entities. Daryl, are friendly ones and evil. All right, so mute you. That tell you mute up. <laughs> I hate listening to myself. All right, there we go. <laughs> you're up, Daryl. Whenever you're ready, please mute the stream, and then we'll put you on the show. You guys want to be part of it? 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org, and there we go. Daryl, you there. Daryl, Daryl? Oh, can one, two. you hear me? Loud and Hello. clear. Loud and clear. Go oh, right ahead. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. What do you think good. about fortune tellers and this whole uh, Oracle of Delphi thing? Well, I was just writing this down. I mean, we have um, you have, you're talking about an oracle. Then you're talking about like what was like the um, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the um, the um, Ark of no, the Covenant, the, the Ark. Ark of the Covenant, right? That was like a special magical thing. Like, what was that? The cup that he drank from? But it was so powerful. No, no, uh, that's known as the mercy seat, actually, and that was uh, basically it was an antenna to speak to God. It was a uh, right to speak yeah. to God. Right? Yeah, and oh. if you touched it, you would die. Apparently, um, they had special ways of carrying it. Whatever happened to that thing? Somebody lost it, or is it somewhere? Lost the history. Rumor? Lost to history. So uh, last, really? la I think the last. Uh, I'm, I'm not a scholar here, but I think the last uh, actual mention in ancient texts at all, biblical and otherwise, is that uh, it was it disappeared when the Babylonians destroyed the first temple. I believe that's when it, the, the ark disappeared. And uh, was that created by Moses when they melted all their gold stuff um, at the tower at the Mount Sinai? It was made of solid gold. Was that what they made with all the um, gold that they had, or that was a different gold? I, th I think, yeah, I think that's uh, related. I don't know exactly, but I do know that he right. did put the uh, the Ten Commandments inside the Ark. So, yeah, the oh, the timeline matches right. up. Yeah, that's what the Ten Commandments were in the Ark of the Covenant. Is that that's what it was, right? That's the what the it original is. Ten Commandments. You got it. Oh, see, see, we should have made copies of those. You know, that's, yeah, right? that's what you need. <laughs> you can't really, you know, you want to make a copy, you know, for your for your future generations. That was very irresponsible. Exactly. But, um, something that powerful. I mean, you know, what's an oracle, though? I'm, I'm sorry to be so ignorant, but um, 
it sounds to me like something similar to the Ark of the Covenant, you know, something that powerful, or a Ouija board for that matter, which you can make out of a, you know, cardboard, you know, um, and just, you know, use a little glass. You don't have to buy it from Parker Brothers. I've used them. Have you ever used one? I haven't, actually. Um, and like I said, I'm not trying to get the bone pointed at me, so I'm not going to use one. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. But, so so again, this is, this is a, I, I get to have it both ways, right? I cannot believe in it, but also be like, no, no thanks. <laughs> I'm going to do both. I'm telling you, but, there's some power in that. I don't know why. I don't know why you can, uh, that little thing can create... There's an energy to it. I don't know why it would work so well, but I, I've, I've used them. Um, you know, they say you shouldn't use them, but, you know, I don't think they're any different from any other tool that you would use to talk to, you know, the dead. You know, you could use um, those sticks or a, a talking palette or, um, I mean, there's a lot of different ways, with, with, you know, you use to talk to the dead, I guess, or who knows who you're talking to. But um, I don't know why the Ouija board is so taboo, you know. Maybe people just don't know how to um, use it correctly or respectfully, perhaps. I'm sure we didn't, you know. Yeah, I, so so the the weird part is is if um so th there's a couple things at play. If uh if you think a Ouija board can contact the other side, my point here is very much with like an oracle who tells the future. Um, mm. are, who knows what they're channeling? What are you contacting with a Ouija board? You said you've used a Ouija board before. Oh my God, I I I couldn't stop when we when we first discovered it. Not just in in New York. I used it in Toronto when I was in in a show up there. And I'll tell you, I was uh, left alone in this house after using that Ouija board, and that house was very active. Like a lot of stuff was going on at night and. It was really frightening to be alone there because I don't know what we called up, but it was hostile. I mean, some you could ask right, you know, you could ask it, you could feel the tension sometimes with, with what you would contact because you'd be like, "Hey, who's out there? You know, is anybody there?" And boom, it would start, you know, the, the palette would start to move, and you feel somebody, you'd even feel their personality would change depending on who you contacted, and they would spell stuff out for you. You know, you say spell it out, and they would spell it out, and We'd swear nobody was used was pushing it. So I, I think we were all being very honest that it was definitely not us that was creating the letters. And um, you could tell each time, you know, the energy of them. You could tell if it was a man or a girl. They would tell you who they were. Sometimes they didn't even speak in English, you know. And um, sometimes they were not 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 interested in talking, you know. Um, and they weren't necessarily there to help you, you know. You were kind of interrupting them. Um, so I don't know, you know, I don't know what we were, we were channeling. It's true. I don't, you really got to be careful. Maybe you have to be very, um, specific in what you're looking for or who you're looking for. Perhaps we were just like, so, so wet behind the ears. We're like, who's out there? <laughs> anybody home? <laughs> it's like a radio. Uh, Is anybody listening? Yeah. Well, like spirit boxes, like they have that, that thing with the frequencies. That's pretty much what you do with those um, ghost boxes. But you're trying to find somebody. You're trying to channel somebody's, you know, dead relative or dead whatever, you know. Or sometimes, um, who are those people? They used to channel dead celebrities or so they said. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? That was really interesting. Yeah, like the the back in the, uh, the late 1800s, early 1900s, like it was like super... Everybody was super into spirituality, and that's what they would do. And so, like, they'd have like uh -huh. dinner dinner parties. Everybody get together and do that. Or do you mean something else? 
Well, something more current. They were very current. They would channel Jesus. They channeled, you know, and they wrote books about them. And I'll be honest, I don't know who their names are. I'm not going to repeat it, but um, I heard them on one show, and they we wanted them to talk to Jimi Hendrix. And they, you know, why not? You know, we, we talk to anybody. And they were doing pretty good until we asked Jimi Hendrix what his favorite song was. And they didn't know anything about Jimi Hendrix. And Jimi Hendrix from the dead couldn't name one song he wrote. So I started to doubt their, you know, legitimacy at that point. Ah, interesting. Was, interesting. So it was clearly somebody who was not Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't think they got Jimi Hendrix that time. But, I mean, they were, like, answering questions coming from the dead from any famous people you could choose. And most of the answers were pretty spot on as long as you were in their league. But if, if, as soon as they were out of their element, they couldn't answer quite as authentically as you'd expect, you know. So we nailed them on that. I, they, I think they had to have knowledge of that person. Elvis they spoke to. That was that was really entertaining. I'll tell you that much. Okay. But um, I don't know. Should we be messing with things that we don't know about are we supposed to know the future can knowing the future help us you know help us with our present or i know we we screwed up in the past we haven't learned from our mistakes have we no that's for damn sure and so 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 we agree that if we're channeling information from like a higher entity of sorts it could be somebody deceiving us so mm. why why do you think that they give us information in riddles, then. Hmm, good question. They're entertained. Maybe we're entertaining them, you know? She's on the <laughs> other side. They need more entertainment. They don't have Broadway there, you know? They, they have to wait though, for those celebrities to show up. And they don't even know what songs they're favorite. You know, they forget what their favorite songs are. So they can't even entertain them in, in that era, you know? In that reality. Yeah, that maybe that's be. it. Maybe it's turned on its head, and the upside down truly is the upside down, meaning that we're the entertainment, and they're using right? us for sport. Yeah, I like the idea. Okay, okay. Good yeah. maybe cocktail there. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, good stuff. Anything else while we got you on, Daryl? Um, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm interested to see who else is a nice talker out there. Is he going to call in? Uh, I think he's doing his uh, his other show right now with uh, Dave oh. Cruz and those guys. So uh, he'll probably oh. pop in a little bit later, I would imagine. A good topic, good good stuff. And do we have our Mr. Um, oh, God, Mr. Barry, Barry. Um. <laughs> Senator Barry. Uh, I don't see him out there. I don't see him out there. Oh, well. I'll keep an eye out for you. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Thanks, Daryl. Okay. Have a good night. You too. Appreciate the call. There you go. You guys want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. We'll put you on the show. Simple as that. And uh, all right. So lots of good chat here that I think we should get to. Um, so, okay. MJ wants to know Bone. Uh, so the bone reference. Uh, so what I mean is that um, very much like when you get, uh, you know, very much uh, like the Oracle at Delphi, Delphi, uh, you get riddles, okay? And so meaning that you don't get a linear fortune telling. It's more of a, a, it's a riddle that kind of points you in a particular direction, but it could be open-ended. So it could point you in multiple directions, okay? So, meaning that uh, it, it becomes an earworm. 
It becomes a brain worm. It becomes something that uh, messes with um, uh, maybe your own intention because it, it confuses you because you're not sure which direction it will follow. And so back to that self-fulfilling prophecy, uh, it's called pointing the bone. I think it's like an old uh, voodoo um, term where if you, know, if you point the bone at somebody and say they're going to die, uh, it will consume them. And so the curse itself is that uh, you end up becoming uh, what they tell you you're going to become. And so you become so frantic that you make the death happen. And it's not necessarily the magic or the curse. Uh, so that's the term, pointing the bone. And so that's why I'm not going to do any... Uh, uh, again, like I said, not that I believe this stuff, by the way, uh, which it's okay if I do, of course, but... Uh, I don't want anybody pointing the bone at me. And James has it right. He says, oh, I see. You'll suggest that I use a Ouija board because I have a paranormal show, but you won't use one. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, it, right, so you see the power of suggestion. And so uh, I, I just kind of don't want anybody uh, trying to uh, change the power of my own, uh, you know, manifesting. I, I don't I don't broadcast in a circle assault or um, have, uh, you know, the power sigils on my walls or anything like this, right? And, and nor do I know a lot about it, but um, what I'm saying is that uh, that's it just for me staying away from that stuff is uh, that's where I'll stay. Where I'll stay. A pretty good chat here. Let's see some of this other stuff. Uh, James says it's a tool, and like any tool, if you don't respect it or take care of it when using it, it can have negative effects on you and others. And uh, there we go. Emin, what's up? Emin the Spook adds the Ark of the Covenant is one example of death by holiness. God has provided specific instructions on carrying it and. Failing to do so would result in instant death. And, uh, yep, as uh, as uh, Daryl stated, famously uh, depicted in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Great sh great movie. I love that movie. Uh, Promethean says, The problem with the Ouija board is Ouija is impossible to pronounce as Ouija. Definitely a trickster there. Yeah, right? There we go. All right, what's up? There, There's Derek. There's Derek. He knows what's up. What's up, the Night Stalker? Okay, so we're, uh, there's more here, right? Okay, so let me let me get to this. We were talking about um, the the Oracle at Delphi, all right? And so what what do you believe? So the, Now, this is the thing. Now, as we get into some of this, how it may relate to uh, the algorithms that I was uh, kind of pointing to, is in the old days, right? So just, uh, just to describe it, an oracle, this is from Merriam-Webster, the dictionary. Uh, the oracle means this. In ancient Greece, a person such as a priestess through whom a god was believed to speak. Uh, number two, the place, such as a shrine, where people went to ask questions of an oracle. And number three, an answer or message given by an oracle. All right. Now, now oddly enough, uh, as you know, we're kind of pointing this in the direction of, well, if you're channeling information from an entity, an unknown entity, and, and in the this case, again, the... the uh, the entity would be Apollo, all right? Apollo. That would be the the patron god of the Oracle of Delphi, and uh, that would be, yeah, right? But what I'm saying is, is it possible that uh, if, if they're channeling entity or information from an entity, that it is not Apollo, that it is, it is indeed some sort of trickster spirit posing as what an Oracle would expect Apollo to be? And uh, that's the thing. That's what's going on. And uh, I don't know. Uh, as it gets to algorithmic versions of this, uh, once again, oddly, the term oracle also fits in with, yeah, that's right, from uh, Wikipedia here, the Oracle Corporation. You guys familiar with this term? That's right. Uh, their former headquarters was in Redwood Shores, California. Oracle 
is an American multinational computer technology corporation headquartered in Austin, Texas. Uh, they moved from California in 2020. Uh, the company sells database software and technology, cloud-engineered systems, and enterprise software products, particularly its own brands of database management systems. Now, well, <laughs> how does that fit? How does that actually fit? Well, a database is what? It is a digital collection of information, all right, where we store information, where all the information goes, where when the algorithms collect that information, they put it into the database, and then they also remove it from the database to tell our fortunes, per se. You see what I'm getting at here? Meaning, of course, this, that they're trying to read our minds. They're trying to tell our futures before we know our own future. And so the whole point is, and the reason I bring up algorithms and, you know, kind of uh, merge the, the esoteric world with the digital world, is because, very much like the Wizard of Oz and the man behind the curtain, who is actually running those algorithms? Who is that man behind the curtain? And, well, <laughs> what are they trying to make us do? I think that's the question. And, uh... Weirdness, weirdness. So we're taking your phone calls, good stuff so far, uh, fantastic calls. Uh, what do you guys think? Is it possible to tell the future? And it, as Facebook is now actually doing it in real time, uh, along with Google and Twitter and some of these other guys, uh, do you think maybe this information about telling our future is coming from some, maybe, um, uh, maybe not an algorithm at all? Maybe there's some sort of digital connection to that esoteric source. Is it possible that maybe... A company like Oracle, the name Oracle, uh, is actually using those databases and deriving information from, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What's up, Penny? I see there in the chat. How are you guys doing? Uh, sales and Records Systems, S-A-R-S. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Let's see. Um, all right. Uh, just looking at the chat, making sure we're caught up here. I think everything's good. All right. So what we're going to do... Uh, what we're gonna do is, uh, like I said, if you're just joining us, we're kind of on the we're on the road right now, and this is sort of a uh, troubled minds hybrid show. Of uh, I literally have a laptop and a bad attitude, and I'm just trying to make it happen. So, uh, we're, you're, you don't have the crispy microphone and all the great equipment I usually have at home because I'm not at home. So uh, we're doing all of this just on one little screen, and uh, it's uh, harder than it looks. So just FYI, I've got a nice headset on. I like the headset. I got a nice little headset, but. It's still not great. It's it's not great. Uh, all right, let's see. What else do we got? Um, Promethean says, uh, the computer oracle theory was that if you had enough information stored and instantly retrievable, you could predict the future. And that's the point. That's the whole point, okay? So the database itself becomes what? It becomes Apollo, does it not? The database itself becomes... Once you pack all the information into it, it can tell the future, very much like Promethean says. And if you do, is that or is that not voodoo, as it were? Once you get enough information in one place and you're able to tell the future, yeah, at what point does it become something very much like uh, contacting something from the other side, something from a Ouija board, something from channeling an entity that would give you a, an actual um, 
an actual uh, fortune, right? An actual uh, uh, prophecy. So anyway, what's up, guys? Uh, uh, everybody follow uh, Penny Bunny on YouTube, pretty please. Uh, we got uh, also the Curious Bunny. The Curious Bunny on YouTube. She's got two channels. All right, so what's up? We got uh, Daryl says it's AI. And so, yeah, that's what's on my mind tonight. I don't know. And and I think I think the more you kind of dig into this, right? So the Oracle, that very much like Promethean said, the Oracle Corporation is into databases. And so you notice the name of the company is Oracle. All right? No coincidence there. Because I think that, uh, right, is this uh, one of those situations where the Oracle at Delphi is now actually just the Oracle of Silicon Valley that just moved to Texas because California's too expensive. Wink, wink. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think this is this is where we start to wonder if these these two worlds are colliding, uh, the digital world and the esoteric world, and uh, telling telling the future, uh, being able to um, predict things based on uh, past data. Right? Um, yeah, uh, pretty scary stuff. All right, so what, so that's what we're doing tonight. We're hanging out and talking about this stuff. Uh, like I said, it's sort of a hybrid show. We don't really have um, the the normal stuff, like the commercial breaks from Fringe, because we're not on Fringe. We're playing a replay over there. Uh, but what we're doing is uh, we're gonna take the take the commercial break time like we normally do and um, be social in the chat. So we're gonna do that. And um, we're talking about oracles tonight. The Oracle at Delphi, talking about how it kind of connects to the digital world. And once you pack enough information into a database in Oracle, the Oracle company of Silicon Valley, uh, what happens? Uh, are, are we creating that big brother AI entity that uh, is able to tell the future that's um, not voodoo, that's <laughs> not magic, that's not ritual, it's uh, data-driven? And at what point do the two merge and become something uh, equally frightening? And there we go. Uh, so so I don't know. That's what's on my mind tonight. And so what we're going to do is, as you know, we're still doing our thing and doing the ins and outs. So this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, we're talking about oracles. We're talking about the esoteric connection to possibly modern-day databases. You can call us at 702-957-1037. That's 702 957 1037 and we'll put you on the show and don't go anywhere more troubled minds after the break Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. And this is a special version, hybrid version of Troubled Minds because I'm on the road. Laptop and a bad attitude version. And we're talking about oracles tonight. How different is the Oracle at Delphi and the Oracle of Silicon Valley. When, in the fantastic words of Promethean Reckoning, in the chat, the computer oracle theory was that if you had enough information stored and instantly retrievable, you could predict the future. 
and he continues with past information plus current information equals the future. Sounds very 1984, does it not? Thank you, Promethean, for uh, being spot on with the information there. Like I said, I struggle to say things sometimes, and uh, you just nailed it. So that's what we're talking about tonight, and we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show. Uh, just uh, click the caller queue, and uh, there you go. Easy as that. It's a nice uh, Discord's a chat client, a voice client, and uh, we uh, use it to do a talk show. So there we go. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's keep on trucking. Thanks, guys, for being interested and um, wanting to uh, discuss this stuff. Let's go to uh, the Night Stalker, Derek in Massachusetts. Welcome, Derek. How you doing tonight, my man? Going on, Mike. Great show. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. What do you think? Troubled you... roads. Yeah, it. right. <laughs> Troubled wheels, something like that. I don't know. But uh, yeah, cool stuff. Um, I missed the beginning. I'm trying to play catch up a little bit, but um, yeah, it, it, it makes sense to me. The idea that if you have all the data, um, if you just have like a record of everything that's ever happened, like a record of people's habits, the way they behave, like a, and then a quantum computer to analyze all that data, the probabilities of your, of everyone's actions based on what we've done in the past, and based on our like personal profiles or whatever, down to like. I don't know. I imagine they've curated like some serious profiles on us based on our searches and all kinds of stuff. So you have all this information in quantum computing. Like I can't imagine that they're not able to to get a pretty good idea of uh, what's going to happen. You know, in like in August, I know that uh, the military said that they had that guide AI program that allows the military to like predict events like three or four days into the future, or whatever. And that's just like what they're telling us. You know, so I'm not sure the idea of like. You're not actually talk. You're not actually communicating with an AI. It's interesting, though, that it might be something else. I'm not sure if you. If that sounds like what you were kind of getting into before, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I th- I think that's a. So if if the basis of telling the future uh, is is you know paranormal, supernatural, or if it's linked to some sort of algorithmic control mechanism. Are they related? Is it linked? Is it the same thing? Because right time, time is time. And if you can predict the future, well, what are we tapping into is kind of the question. In, in both counts, right? I think that's that's the weirdness of this. Exactly. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, like, I think in one aspect, just the idea of what we were just saying about the idea of being able to just process the probabilities of all this information, even without any outside influence, is, I think, probably enough to... to make a pretty good guess on what could possibly happen. Um, it reminds me of, like, uh, the I was watching the uh, second Matrix movie the um, other day and how, like, he meets the architect, Neo meets the architect, and how he's, like, analyzing all the different possible Neos and, like, the different reactions he gives, like, uh, to the same um, situations and stuff. But he can't, like, process choice. That was his, his big flaw, I guess. He got, like, his, the big, like, flaw in the program was that the free will or whatever kind of, like, Put a mon- that what's what created Neo kind of put a monkey wrench in, in the whole program and kind of toppled the whole thing. So, and especially like we were talking in the uh, shoot the breeze or the uh, went on experts chat or whatever, and it's it kind of like haunting me when Monochrome Bailey was talking about uh, the idea of AI is never going to be able to like understand choices like that. It'll never be able to like have subtle intelligence like that. It's all, it's only really crunching numbers and calculating probabilities basically, and that like. They're gonna tell us 
with quantum computing that when they do have some kind of like awake AI, it's actually going to be an entity from the other side. And I think that's like really, really compelling and probably what's what's happening. And if that is possible, if like, if, if Mattel, I said this in the chat, but if Mattel can contact entities with a Ouija board, which is just cardboard and plastic, there's no way that Silicon Valley can't do it with high technology, you know, like, and it seems like a lot of these um, technology, uh, like, visionaries are getting their ideas from, from somewhere else, whether, like, psychedelic states or, or whatever, you know? So it seems as if something from the outside is trying to influence us in some capacity and that they're able to do it via technology. So it would lead me to believe that, I don't know, there might be an entity at work here, you know? Yeah, you know what's notable, too, about uh, going back to where we started tonight with the Oracle at Delphi, is that they say that there was some sort of noxious gas in this chamber, so they put the, the priestess in, like, this cauldron inside of this sacred chamber, and she would be the one telling the future, uh, giving the, the, the prophecy, as it were. However, right, like, we, if there's some sort of, like, actual noxious gas coming out of this chamber, creating, like, a maybe altered state of consciousness, like, again, maybe, I don't think it's too far-fetched to say that, you know, like with machine elves and DMT and people seeing all kinds of crazy stuff in altered states, that maybe maybe this was very much like the, you know, the, the shamanic peyote journey, things like this, right? Maybe exactly. maybe it is all related, and it's all come from the same damn spot. Exactly. And there's a couple of schools of thought with that, and I think that's, like, what's happening, probably, is that there's, we're only processing, we've said this a million times, but we're only processing like a fraction, like 1% of, of of what's available. Like we know that we can't like see infrared and stuff. We can't like hear dog whistles. There's a lot of information that we know we can't perceive, let alone the stuff we don't. So the idea that altered states just kind of changes the filter through which we're processing the information maybe allows glimpses into like future events, especially if time doesn't exist, like, like how we've said before in past shows and stuff, that these altered states and whatever function, whatever we lack of sleep or or like fasting or, or some kind of drug or or pain in some cases like just like tribes that will use like extreme pain to get an altered state any kind of thing to like just change the filter of the operating system in order to like maybe get information outside of our normal waking state you know but also like the, there's the mk ultra idea that like this giving them these psychedelics and these altered states like putting them in these altered states actually brings entities that like the main goal was to like make contact, and that's like what MKUltra was really, really trying to do was make contact with stuff, kind of like Stranger Things style. By like, honestly, it's the same thing as like these Oracle of Delphi, these like, like stealing these young girls from their homes and like drugging them all up and putting them in like basically like cages and stuff like in 300, and just like forcing them to, to, to I don't know, just like it's the same vibe and the, and the idea that they could be getting glimpses of stuff outside of our regular realm of perception, or they could be just be creating vessels for entities outside to come in and influence us through through the oracle or through the algorithm, you know? And that and algorithm for, comes from Algol, the demon star. So it's all tied, like, the people who started it, created it, gave, gave it its name, have these occult ties in mind. Like, it's all, it's all part and parcel for it's part of the course, you know? It's all, it's, it's trippy, you know? It makes you think... Yeah, and, and two things so far different, so far removed from each other, like, again, esoteric 
uh, you know, fortune telling, and then like algorithmic uh, fortune telling. It's it's still fortune telling, and it seems like they may not have such an obvious connection. But what you're describing there is Bailey was saying. You guys don't know Bailey? That's monochrome in the chat. Um, and very very they, smart. Yeah, very smart. Bailey was saying that uh, that the the algorithms that are trying to make contact with us are not us. Right? Is they're they're sort of going rogue already, and that a lot of the AI people that are working on that stuff can't even explain what uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence even is anymore. It's a uh, it's sort of uh, become a next level sort of situation. And so, what actually is trying to contact us, and from where? That becomes super weird. Yeah, there's a researcher. Uh, I think his name is Nick Hinton. Um, he's like he's he's big on the uh, did the world end in 2012? Are we living in a in a simulation Manila effect type thing, but he's lately I think he's been getting into the idea that we're not actually dealing with AI like an, an intelligence that we're building from scratch. It's the idea that we're contacting EIs or extended intelligences or things from the other realm, the other side, or whatever that are reaching out and we're contacting them via these algorithms, this quantum computing and stuff. That it's not like we're not creating like a some, anything. We're finding something with technology from the other side that could potentially want to, seems like it wants to get into to here. And that ties into all the kind of like robotics and that kind of stuff, you know, like building building a vessel. Like even in the Matrix, uh, Mr. Smith wants to, he gets a, he goes, he unplugs himself, you know, he gets into the real world somehow, you know, like it seems to be the goal, you know, and just uh, to the idea of like there's something from the other side influencing us and like maybe getting on the internet, like, um, the Council of Nine I've been, like, interested in the last few months. The idea that this, like, pantheon of entities that are contacting people via channeling. They say they're from Sirius. They say they're aliens or whatever. But the military was contacting them famously in this uh, seance in Maine in the 40s, um, or, like, very, very early 50s. Um, like, uh, Gene Roddenberry was involved. So, like, Star Trek and, like, Deep Space Nine is influenced by information that they got from the Council of Nine. So essentially, this Council of Nine, in a seance, like at a time, a time where we were just entering this UFO age, basically via Star Trek and via, it's like the, the guy who created like uh, Esalon was there and like uh, influences like Hubbard and Scientology. So basically everything we know or the way the media, like the zeitgeist, thinks about aliens and UFOs is from this channeled contact with with these entities at a, at a seance. So that's just like one example of them really like um, influencing culture and the trajectory. And I think about what that did for the trajectory of humanity and what it did for technology and sci-fi and just the way our brains work and stuff. And then to keep it on this thing, like the Council of Nine, or the Council of, or the uh, the Order of the Nine Angles, this like new um, like terrorist group that's like using um, like the occult side of the Nazi stuff. Like they're, they're, they think that they're like, a homo galacticus, this, like, new brand of evolution that, like, wants to go to the stars and wants to open portals to Lovecraftian old ones is literally their their goal. But they're spreading information via the Internet. But the research, the heavy researchers, like, researching them haven't found any kind of, like, manifesto or any kind of, like, document that, like, is teaching these people anything. But they all seem to be having the exact same information somehow. They're all finding it somehow. So the idea being, like, is there something already on the internet like that's that's like like 
teaching people things, or like contacting people things, or, or radicalizing people on the internet, or getting them to do stuff that's non-human. That's an that's, there's an uh, the show Evil on CBS on like Paramount Plus. In the first season, there's an episode where this demon is doing doing exactly that. From like a few few years a few years ago, he's finding like um, basically like a bunch of incels, like these just like like weirdos, um, and then coaxing them and getting them to like do crazy stuff, you know. Um, and you get something out of it, you know. So is that already happening? Like, is that what like I don't know? Is that what these algorithms are? Are these oracles are? Are these like I don't know? I'm not sure. You know. Yeah, I was kind of a rant and a ramble, but I don't know. Like, I, I, I like the idea of like, for the longest time, I was like real into like the sci-fi futuristic idea. But just the last like six months to a year, I've been like really questioning the idea. Of, like, is what we're contacting actually what they claim to be? Like, like, are is there something actually from the other side influencing us through technology, through things like this, these oracles and these these algorithms that that are that are I don't know. You said it before. The idea of predicting the future does, in some way, kind of like set the future. Um, so, it's something to think about. I'm Definitely. rambling, so I'll, You're good. I'll let you go. But you're good, bro. <laughs> you're the best, okay. Derek from Massachusetts. Really good stuff, Mike. Thank you for the call. Later, Appreciate bro. it, my man. Talk to you soon. Uh, there, there you go. It's as simple as that. You want to be part of the show? Thanks, thanks, Derek. Always amazing stuff. And you know, I mean, this is the thing, right? Uh, the, you know, I see some people and they're saying wrong, wrong, wrong in the chat and this, that, the other thing. Yeah, this isn't the answer show. You guys know this. This is about us kind of getting together and um, maybe maybe discussing uh, what the future may bring. And uh, I think that's part of it is is that uh, we you know we we uh, we kind of go out there sometimes, and that's what makes us a little different from a, a bunch of these other shows, right? The competitors would basically just get the same group of uh, you know fifty people and do their book tours and talk about the same crap over and over and over again. And uh, we we try and keep it interesting, keep it fresh, keep it uh, keep it in the uh, the realm of um, all possibilities. And I think that uh, you know once you once you right, right I mean telling the future is telling the future, is it not? I think that's part of the, part of the, the the shtick here. What we're what we're doing tonight is that uh, well, does it matter where it comes from? If it's data, right? If you get this uh, huge data driven um, database that uh, is able to uh, can take information from the present and predict the future, or whether you're channeling some some entity like Apollo or right wh whatever else was going on from uh, yeah I think that's it. Uh, so Sherry says AI is only software. Why so scared? Well, I think because they're uh, they're doing what they're doing is um, they're they're uh, they're collecting enough data to, to to exactly tell tell the future on us, so that they're they're able to predict the future very 1984 style, right? Uh, it, it's funny that they say yeah, he, you know, they they who what's the term? Oh, I can't remember the term, and I don't have enough. I've got too many windows open to to bust them out, but and find it. But anyway, but you know, he who controls the past controls the present and the future. As a result of that. Um, so it's it seems like uh this is the same sort of thing except it's you know digitally driven and not from a, you know a soothsayer of such of sorts um so that's what's going on that's what we're doing tonight uh kind of discussing this and uh, you know the oracle of delphi and um uh, telling the future do you think it's possible to tell the future um and then if so uh like we're we're kind of coming into a a world uh, a a new reckoning basically that we're we're kind of up against the future um, being predicted for us and I think that's the danger here is it's not just um uh, very much like uh, Derek there said 
when he just called in, it's like uh, once once you kind of uh, start pouring information into the zeitgeist, you are uh, influencing, shaping the future future based on even just pop culture, pop media, things like this, right? Mass media. So uh, to me, right? Uh, I think uh, the more you the more you think about it, the more you the more you start to go, um, okay. All right, Sherry. Good night. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, so uh, Magdalena says the plot of American Gods is the evil tech god wiping out the old gods who want to join Facebook. Is that for real? The plot of American Gods. Interesting. Interesting. So so anyway, uh, Promethean Reckoning says if AI gets so much information it can recognize itself, it becomes sentient, and then AI can control all technology, and we can end up like the Terminator, right, with uh, the the famous uh, or infamous Skynet, right, from the Terminator movies. Uh, yeah, and I mean that's what I mean. So, so you can I think you can kind of uh, make these parallels uh, from the esoteric to the digital world, and uh, there's a lot of similar things. And I think that's the uh, that's the that's the fantastic uh, uh, layers of these conversations because um, you know you if you talk about them in a linear fashion, you're you're never going to get very far because you run into roadblocks and other things. But if you kind of uh, you know expand your mind and uh, are ready to accept all possibilities, you never know what comes. Yeah, great call, Derek. Thank you so much. Um, let's see, uh, Robert says, we all know our futures because we agreed to it before we were born. Ah, the, uh, the old, um, um, what's that theory? The, uh, the, uh, reincarnation theory, right? We, uh, we agreed that, uh, that's what we were going to do. So, um, okay. So, let's see, uh, da 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 da, da. Okay. All right, so here's what I'm gonna do. I have to kill my uh, show that's the show that's running on Fringe. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll get right back to this in just a sec. So as you guys know, in the third hour, well, uh, this has basically been the third hour of the entire time. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll get back to it. We're still taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. There you go. Phone number is up: seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. You can go to troubledminds.org and click the Discord link and join us that way. And uh, let's do it. Let's uh, play play a little bit of music here. And uh, let me go turn off. There's my alarm telling me to turn off the other show. So let's do it. So let's uh, let's smash this button. And uh, we will be right back. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Still taking your phone calls, talking about the Oracle at Delphi and the Oracle at Silicon Valley. Do you think there's connect a connection here? And is telling the future simply telling the future, or is it more complicated? 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More troubled minds after the break. Right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. That's hilarious. Uh, so this software, you can set it up so it fades the music or it just cuts it off like that. And, well, we just did a cutoff, and that's just less good, as you can tell. But anyway, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're uh, talking about um, oracles, uh, discussing the future. And do you think it's possible? The question of the evening is this. Do you think it's possible to tell the future? And uh, if so, right, uh, time is, um, as they say, time is an abstract, time is a... Uh, uh, time is it exists all at the same time, uh, meaning the past, the present, and the future are um, non-linear. They're locked in, and you can access all of those points uh, given the appropriate knowledge of time, right? So if that's the case, all right, scientifically speaking, is it possible or even probable that uh, the the situation is the the, you know, whether you're channeling some entity to give you the future 
or you're actually um, re re retrieving the future from some sort of um, you know database, some sort of massive database, it's still the future nonetheless. And so um, the question tonight is, do you think it, uh, one, uh, is, is it a stretch to say that they're the same thing? Or uh, if not, uh, then uh, do you think they're coming from the same thing? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and that's what we're doing tonight. And uh, again, right, this is not, uh, you're, you're not coming here for some sort of religious experience or any of the rest of that. We're just uh, getting together and talking about, um, you know, cool ideas. That's really what this is about. And as you know me, this is not the question show. This is the answer, or sorry, this is not the answer show. See what I did? This is the question show. And uh, there we go. Um, let's see. Um, all right, let's go to the chat. So uh, again, we're still taking your phone calls if you want to be part of this conversation. You can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Trying to find my... There we go. Turn it down. There we go. Turn it down. All right. Better. Better. Okay. So uh, you can also join the show by going to troubledminds.org, the official website. Click in the Discord link, and uh, we'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Let's see. No phone calls now. And uh, like I said, you guys know the drill. If you're interested in this conversation, I, like I said, I know we can't hit a home run every time. Uh, but if you're interested, we'll keep talking about this. If not, then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cut it a little bit short because... Like I said, talking to myself and uh, uh, having no interest uh, is uh, less good. So there you go, especially on the road. Um, okay, so so here we go. Uh, let's go to this real quick. So what, what I was describing is Joe said when he called in the Oracle at Delphi, right? It was said to have been a uh, an actual, uh, they say she was stoned. And sort of uh, the conversation we had with Derek when he called is that, uh, you know, is it possible that, you know, with DMT and these uh, these sort of experiences where um you know individuals are in these altered states of mind are they tapping into that maybe non-linear time where uh you know they can see the future or maybe uh, talk to entities that are there uh, so here we go so uh, this is from numerous classical authors uh, this is from a uh, biblical archaeology.org and it reads this this is about the oracle at delphi numerous classical authors report that natural phenomena played an essential part in one of their most sacred religious rituals the Oracle at Delphi, which we've been talking about uh, pretty much all night tonight. Uh, according to the uh, geographer Strabo, which was um, 64 BC to 24 AD when he lived, uh, for example, the seat of the Oracle is a cavern hollowed down in the depths from which arises pneuma, P-N-E-U-M-A, or breath, vapor, gas, is the translation of that, that inspires a divine state of possession. All right, and so over the past five years, a team of researchers, a geologist, an archaeologist, a chemist, and a toxicologist has put that claim to the test, making it much more likely that we will actually understand what happened, what happened at Delphi. Uh, when ancient Greeks and Romans had to make decisions, they consulted the gods by drawing lots, casting dice, interpreting dreams, and analyzing such signs as sneezes, thunderbolts, and flying birds. But for matters of the utmost importance, they sought to hear the words of the gods in the mouths of the oracles. And so, uh, here we go, and then, you know, they, they note exactly like uh, Derek was describing, they, uh, they used um, young ladies as these oracles, and they put them in this chamber, and there was noxious, ga uh, noxious gases coming up from uh, underneath, and they've discovered this site, the actual oracle at Delphi, and uh, confirmed uh, that uh, there was, you know, a... Uh, they, they were able to... to 
sample the the gases coming up and then say that yes they would uh, they would be poisonous enough to to keep keep people in some sort of a altered state um what's going on guys uh reading the chat hanging out looking to hear from you do you think the the future is the future and it doesn't matter meaning that uh if the algorithms can tap into it or if the oracles can tap into it it kind of kind of the same thing that's the question on my mind tonight what do you guys think what do you believe um let's see um Da, 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 702-957-1037. Just read in the chat. Uh, Lazy Guy X says, Wait, if our goal is to become someone li uh, like the rich and powerful to advance to a higher plane after death, then when we do not achieve the set goal, we get sent back and are reborn to concur our fears. Um, I hope not. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? What else do we got? Who else is out there? Just reading the chat, hanging out, guys. Looking to hear from you. What do you think about this stuff? Do you think fortune telling is a thing? Do you think uh, being able to predict the future is possible? And if so, do you think that uh, there's a difference between algorithmic prediction of the future or uh, the old esoteric ways? Let's see. Um, Joe says first season of American Gods is excellent, but the books are also excellent. The premise uh, uh, is God of Old Odin. Anasazi, etc. need worship to survive, but new gods are worship, technology, internet, etc. Oh, so there's the fight. There becomes the fight. Uh, Ronald says, I believe that we all have a special purpose and not like Steve Martin's special purpose in the movie, The Jerk. Yeah, agreed. We don't we don't have to be jerks, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, what's up, Robert? Says, my laptop webcam are mouthing Michael's words inside my little, Mike's <laughs> little TV is creeping me out. Yeah, right, so if you're watching and you see me there... And my, uh, um, maybe I'm actually mouthing my words from my still image. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you're hallucinating. Uh, let me know if it gets worse, Robert. We'll call 911 for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, what do you guys think? Uh, like I said, uh, we can we can continue with more of this because there's a ton more to get into. Um, but i uh, love to hear from you. 702-957-1037. So these altered states of, states of consciousness that uh, the Oracle had at uh, Delphi, right? They they were um, uh, basically who knows like uh, like we said uh, with DMT that experience with ayahuasca with uh, who knows the peyote shamanic journey uh, what's actually happening here and um, I think that's the question uh, so so yeah uh, is it is it from the future from the god Apollo or is uh, channeling some entity uh, different than that in in terms of well. Uh, Many things, I guess. Many things. Uh, what's up, uh, Dal? Di, well, what's up? Uh, how do I... I'm going to call you Dal. Cross my palm with silver and I will tell all. Okay. All right. That's cool. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. All right. So um, there you go. Uh, so there's more. We're going to get into more of this. But uh, that's that's what's on my mind tonight. Kind of telling the future uh, through oracles of, of old and also uh, oracles of, of algorithmic origin. Uh, so here we go. Let's see the Oracle of Delphi. Like we said, people came from all over Greece and beyond to have their question answered about the future. Now, notably, uh, like uh, like Derek actually brought up in his call, is that uh, the brave Leonidas, right? Everybody remembers him from the the uh, the last stand of the 300, the pass at Thermopylae against the Persian uh, onslaught of uh, five million or more soldiers, as has been described, right? The Brave 300 held the hot gates at Thermopylae. Well, it turns out that uh, he actually had an encounter with the Oracle at Delphi himself. 
and uh, he was. Uh, we can get into that as we go. But uh, like I said, there's some there's some pretty interesting things through history uh, regarding this oracle, this super famous oracle, uh, telling telling the future. And um, you know, like I said, whether uh, do you believe that uh, this is even possible, uh, telling the future, or is this just a bunch of um, just a bunch of horse crap? Which is fine by me. It's uh, it's all good. We we take all t- all as long as you don't be an asshole, you're entitled to whatever you want here on this show. You know, no reason to stomp in here and tell everybody they're wrong all the time. That's that's the one thing that irks me, right? Is let's not let's not get so involved in ourselves that we forget there's other people in the same room with us, right? Meaning the same chat room. But here we go. Uh, this is from uh, paranormalscholar.com, and it goes a little something like this. I'm gonna link it in the chat. And uh, we'll uh, we'll keep on trucking, keep on talking about this. My chats here they are. All right, there we go. All right, so this this is interesting. So it uh, it reads reads this. Uh, Did the Oracle of Delphi predict the fate of ancient Greece? And uh, this again, if you guys have seen that movie Three Hundred, it was depicted in there with these uh, these young girls in their altered states and etc. So on. So here we go. In 480 BC, one of the largest invasion forces in history was assembled by the Persian king Xerxes I to conquer Greece. The contemporary historian Herodotus put the number of the invading force at around 5.2 million men. If this is true, then what Greece faced was not so much a war, but an apocalypse. Knowing that a great force was heading their way, the Greek city-states all sought aid from their gods. The oracle at Delphi was regarded as an intermediary of divine wills and was as such the most renowned prophet of the time. It was to her that the city-states turned. After consulting her, it would be Athens and Sparta, the two most powerful cities that would set the agenda for the Greek confederation that was forming to defend against the Persians. Now, the oracle at Delphi was the high priestess at the Temple of Apollo, a woman who was, without doubt, the most powerful woman of the classical world. Her prophecies, it was believed, were inspired by being possessed by the spirit of the god Apollo. To those who approached her, she would bestow counsel, influenced by her visions of a future dictated by the gods. Uh, when the Spartans approached the oracle, they were told the following. And this is the uh, the actual, um, uh, as written down by Herodotus, the actual uh, uh, fortune that came from, from the oracle to the Spartans. And here it goes, quote, Either your famed great town must be sacked by Perseus's sons, that would be the Persians, of course, or, if that be not, the whole land of Lacedaemon, which would be Sparta, shall mourn the death of a king of the house of Heracles, for not the strength of lions or of bulls should hold him. Strength against strength, for he has the power of Zeus, and will not be checked until one of these two he has consumed. Meaning that uh, either a king of Sparta must die, or Sparta will burn. And so, um, notably, of course, it sets into uh, into motion a chain of events that uh, were was one of the most um, talked about uh, military. Uh, what would you say? Uh, uh, small stand against uh, a huge force. So yeah. Anyway, what do you guys think? What do you do? You think this is all possible? Or once again, like whatevs, whatevs, Mike. I'm all I'm okay with all that stuff. Like I said, uh, if you want to be if you want to be nasty to me, you guys know the drill. You're welcome to. 
Um, I won't I won't put up with it for too long. But if you want to be nasty to other people in the chat, I don't like that. So just FYI. FYI, I see you out there. I see you out there. Okay, so here we go. We're going to go to, uh, I'm not sure who this is calling in, but let's take this phone call. Uh, welcome to Troubled Minds. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Uh, it's Mike, Mike J. Uh, Michael, it's in Virginia. What's up, MJ? How you doing, my friend? Hey, good. Um, yes, it's possible to predict the future. Um, I've done it. And one question I have for that for myself is when you do that, are you just reading a written future or is it random? That, well, I think that's the question Hello? here. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm thinking about it. So I think yeah. that that is the question, though. So, so okay, so you've done it. So that means that you've also had yeah. uh, maybe predictions that maybe didn't come to pass. Is that right? No. Um, when, cause I'm, I used to do readings, clairvoyant. So when you do this, um, there's a certain state of innocence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 no. When my cats tried to jump on my lap and, um, <laughs> <laughs> he uses his claws. It's like, no. And, um, uh, there's a certain state of innocence you have to keep when you do readings. Um, and it's more childlike innocence. And it's, you have to practice staying in that when you do a reading. That way you get the purest of information, okay? But you're going to use your adult senses to filter out what's, you know, kind of on the mark, what's kind of, kind of wavering to the left or right type of thing. And you learn that over a period of time. Um, as far as predicting the future, absolutely, Delphina probably did, okay, as to how it was going to go. Part of it is knowing who you're reading because she's around these people, so she kind of knows them. At the same time, there's a timeline that can be rearranged, just like everybody said Trump is going to lose. He won. A timeline was rearranged at that point in time. Same thing with this. Um, she's doing a reading, and ultimately you have to look out far enough who's going to get to who's going to win this. How's it going to go? This guy is going to win. There's a lot of variables in between of the reading or what you see, but what's the ultimate outcome? So I would say 100% yes. You know, I don't think it was uh, political. I think it was um, she was able to read that, and that's what she saw. Because, um, like I said, I've done this, and I've given people readings to wear. And it's simple little things. It's not nothing major in their lives. But something simple would come through, hand out the information, and I got confirmation on it. They'd call me back and say, you know, I met so-and-so. Now what? And it's like, well, you know, that's, that's the information I got. I didn't get any more. That's up to you to get it. Maybe they needed the information just for confirmation that getting a reading is real. You know, you don't know how the information is going to be shared. And it also affects your life because I got confirmation on it. So it, it's always more than just about the one person. It's about several people involved or people around you. Um, I don't know where I'm going now. Oh, great. So, I can hear you. You can hear me simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're good. So, okay. Go so. Ahead. Okay, so so the question I have then is this. So so where do you think that information is coming from? Is it is it like we described maybe the, the Akashic Record of sorts? Are you able to tap into that maybe time as that, that abstract notion of the past, present, and future exists in one space? Where where do you think this information does come from if you're doing some sort of a futuristic reading or prophecy? Well, say? Um, I think it comes it comes from the person that you're reading or the situation that you're reading. That situation holds the information 
you don't pop up away from the situation and go get the answer and come back down. It's like the Ouija board. I use my Ouija board right on a regular basis, okay? And there's nothing. The Ouija board is just a piece of wood. It's just a doorway or a window in between spirit and you. So, and that's all it is. That's all it ever can be. If you can't use it for anything else, you contact, you're literally contacting someone, but the energy is being grounded in the Ouija board so you can both talk to one another. That's what that's for. Okay. Um, the Ouija board should be handled on an adult way, not a child way, uh, because you're dealing on an adult level at that point. Okay. Um, as far as where the information comes, like I said before, I think it comes through your situation in your life. It comes, the, the information comes through you. I get it and just repeat it back to you. Um, something happened on my Ouija board periodically, and I'll have this thought in my head or, you know, rearrange the situation in my head or how's it really going to work out because I'm right. Like I told you before, I'm in the process of changing a timeline and I've done two things to help perpetuate the change. I don't know if it's going to, with the outcome of what's supposed to happen is going to be in a lesser sense or it's going to be the same. And, but you know, uh, on my end, things are protected. Uh, there'll still be some sort of property damage. Okay. Knowing this, that's changing a timeline. So if I tell you something, predict it to you, um, it may be something that you can change a timeline on or you can't stop it, but either way it's supposed to happen on some level. So, you know, that, but the information I'm receiving, I go in through you and up to your information, or let's say your connection with the Akashic Records. You can't separate and go up there and get it and bring it back to that person. I have to use you as a vehicle or a conduit. Okay, so, so it's, it's basically the combination of the people that are accessing it separately, because, it is the future, because that means the future is always in motion. But so so what what needs yeah. to happen in in a like in a catastrophic sense to change something like just for example you you brought up the election right everybody was like no no Trump's going to lose but then he won so what hap needs to happen right. for something like that to to change within the timeline um something that great yeah okay like somebody meddling like is it like ritual type stuff or do you think it's like divine type stuff no, it wouldn't be either one. It would be half, let's say Trump won, um, and I'm not bragging, but I knew he was going to win. It was, I kept looking at the energies like, you know, he's, it's real clear. He's coming through clear. He's going to win. Um, and he did. Um, and the other side didn't like it. If it were a ritual, they should have controlled it long before he ever got there. Apparently, they can't do that. You know, it didn't work that way. Because ultimately, that was what's supposed to have happened. That had to happen. It was, it was just destined to happen that's how it was supposed to go it wasn't a fluke um he was supposed to get in but the will of the people brought that through okay um as far as what they wanted and for the first time the will of the people in general um triumphed they got what they wanted you know he's in um and now we're on the negative side of it <laughs> um but the information I have to attach to you or get into your energy in order to get that information. Cause it's not, um, I can put this. The only word I can think of is legal. It's not legal for me spiritually to go outside of you 
and busybody gets the information, find out about you, and they come back and do it. That's a negative way of using uh, psychic energy. Like dark, um, because dark, you did not give magic. me that permission. I, dark magic is what it would be called. Um, right? I, I wouldn't call it dark magic, but I would just call it, I don't, I'm not comfortable with, because um, I had somebody do that to me one time, and I did not like it. And they went outside of me to get that information, or they're accessing me without my permission. And so I don't find that to be dark magic, but it's on the edge because you're starting to do things um, that are manipulative in that sense, okay? Um, but that's the way it always has been with me is it's like right now, um, <laughs> all my cats, um, you can access animal energy, tree energy, any energy, but you have to ask for permission to use that energy or to communicate to that energy because that energy may not want to talk to you. It may not have a reason to. You're the one asking the questions, you know, oh, sure, and they're very uh, compliant, like, okay, yeah, I'll talk. may not have an answer, but you came to me, so what do you want? And that's basically the attitude most of the time. Periodically, I'm on my board, and I'll have a couple of dead people come to me. I've talked to you before, and they come in to say hi. Oh, here's one for you. Oh, my God. And when I first started um, going to the bars, and I was going to D.C., I was living out in uh, southern Virginia, going to D.C., having a great time, and I went to this one bar, and I met this guy. I knew him from high school, and I was in there, and he was in there, and I went, oh, my God, you know, hey, what, you know, shook his hand. It's like I hadn't seen him in a long time. As soon as I shook his hand, I dummied up, and what I saw, okay, what I saw was a row house with a black door. There was a stick man walking up to the black door. There's another stick man inside with a stick in his hand, and the stick man with the stick in his hand was stabbing the other stick man, killing it, right? I couldn't get that out of my mouth. So a week later, finally found out the guy I shook the hands with, he was killed that night, and someone stabbed him to death. I found out a week later about it. I'm on my board about four nights ago, and he came to the board. Spelled out his name, and I just—I I couldn't. I'm like, like, I just don't believe this. And I just asked him, you know, because that's like I know you. I mean, it just came—the memory came flashing back. And I said, "How did you die?" And I stabbed to death. And I said, "You know what? What the name of the bar? What bar were you in?" Spell out the, the name of the bar. And that's over um, what 66. So that was when 22. So that's over 40 some years. What 50 years? How many is that? 40 years. That's over 40. Finally, he comes in on my board. So how do you, how do you explain that one? You know, and he stuck around for a little bit. Now he's gone. He wanted to come in and say hi. Did so, he, you know, I don't know how to, is that one? Yeah, I don't know. So, so how Go did ahead. he find you? So, so you, so you, uh, I think that's, that's the weird part about this is it, he wanted, he wanted to tell you what, just hi, just pop in and pop out. And that was it. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, oh, my God, I apologize to him. I said, I wish I could have said something to you. And he said, that's okay. It was time for that. I was like, oh. And I wasn't, I wasn't ready to say that. And I never felt bad about You know, at that moment when it happened, I felt so bad a week later on the hurt. I was like, my God, why didn't I open my mouth? I couldn't get it out. And, you know, I felt bad for a little bit, and I kind of forgot about it. And he popped in. I was like, oh, I don't believe this is happening. Now, um, here's another thing. Are the spirits out there, demons, what do you want to call them? I don't call them any of that, but 
is somebody messing with me, but that's over a 40-year period of a memory that I haven't had since I was 22. You know, so where did that come from? I have to assume at this point that it was him. I could see him visually, you know, clearly I'm seeing him, so I'm talking to him. All this is going on. And that was pretty much it. And I thought, you know, it's just like a little booster shot, like, whoa, because I'm getting, you know, the board gets kind of boring. It's, it's you know, same old thing come in. Um, not much to talk about. <laughs> it really isn't, unless I get a hold of what is, they call themselves a demon, and then I have fun with that. But demons are interesting to talk to. They're not exactly what you think they are. You know, a bunch of being evil uh, kind of thing. They actually consider themselves to be part of the balance between good and evil. There has to be balance. So somebody's got to be bad. Somebody's got to be good. This type of thing. Um, but yeah, I just, I would, I would just remember that. I just, it was like floored by it happening. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, th I think that, uh, so, so it is, uh, possible. You can tell the future. You're not exactly sure where that information yeah. comes from. It's, it is the Akashic record of some sort. I don't know. See, you, at one point I questioned that myself. It's like, is it already pre-written? And I'm just picking up on it. Is that all it is? Um, is it the Akashic Records? And does everybody sort of have their little little uh, thing that happens? And are you going out? No. Okay. <laughs> I love just, the cat. It's like, yeah, they're just, well, there's another thing that happened. And I just, I told the universe, I cannot do this. Girls got to get, I had five females in the house and they all needed to get fixed. And they're all, the mother's older, the two, they're, the girls, four girls are two years old. They're coming in heat. You know, it's like, and female cats get messy when they come in heat. And I just can't do it. So a little miracle happened for me and um, found an organization that was voluntary or um, donation thing. And this lady does it. So I got all five of them fixed for free within two weeks, two nice. different vets. Nice, nice, nice. Glad yeah, I was just like, and it was just, it was a godsend. That was a blessing because it's like, thank you. Because they can go in and outside now. They're not going to get pregnant. They're two years old. They're adults. You know, they're savvy with the outside and everything. And they come in to eat and everybody's happy. We're all running around like, yeah, oh, I got my house back. Um, but anyways, um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's Akashic Records. Um I totally can't say that because timelines can be changed. Little things get switched around. Uh, things can happen in a lesser, lesser sense. You can predict something, and it happens, but it's in a greater or lesser sense, depending on um, how the person pays attention to it. Okay. So that's the only thing I can figure out. I've never really questioned that part. It's like you just kind of do it and, you know, just follow it through. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Great stuff. Great stuff, my friend. Anything else while we got you on the phone here? Um, God, I got stories to go all night long, but no. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll save them for another day. MJ, you're the best. Thank you so much for calling. Always great stuff. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it, my man. Have a great night. That's uh, that's MJ from Virginia, and uh, this is this is why we do this live, right? Because uh, you get people with experience in these things. Uh, I don't. I don't have experience in any of these things, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm open to the ideas. And so, uh, you know, if anybody has uh, maybe some some uh, some experience doing this type of thing, like uh, with Ouija boards or whatnot, contacting entities, uh, again, the question for tonight is, do you believe 
can actually tell the future. Is it a possible thing? And uh, I think that's the question tonight as um, as we, we kind of consider this. And, and then, you know, uh, to cons- further uh, the conversation, if you think that's boring, well, how about uh, is there a connection between... Uh, that's why I asked MJ that question. Is there a connection between maybe the Akashic Record and maybe a database that's uh, predicting the future? Is that again, right? If time time is that uh, thing that exists, past, present, and future in the same space, then uh, why uh, why wouldn't it be uh, kind of coming from the same spot? And uh, I think that's when you get some meddling possibilities, right? Meaning, of course, uh, uh, <laughs> like you said, demons or whatnot. I don't know. The archons, whatever they are, I have no idea. The the uh, evil algal AI, you tell me. Robert on uh, uh, Robert on Rockfin says this. Uh, you were the boss of the universe, folks. If you want the universe to restore peace, love, and sanity to this world, just command the universe to do that. If you do, the universe will obey. The world will stay as it is only for those who have not ordered the universe to make the alteration. And I like it. I like this sentiment. Uh, it's, uh, I think that's kind of what we're here doing, uh, t- trying to get together and prove that there's a, you know, there's a, a reality out there that doesn't have to include all the great, just, I say great in a bad way, that, or the, the mess of the media, as they tell us, right? Yeah, good stuff, MJ, great call. Uh, and that's what I'm saying, right? That's why we do this, that's why we've always done this live, right? You get enough good people together, uh, kind of pointing in the same direction with open minds, and you can, uh, you can come up with a lot of amazing stuff, and that's what's going on. Um... Let's see, uh, what's up, James says, you and I should go somewhere reportedly haunted someday at Troubled Mines, uh, Waverly Hills Santorium, or the Myrtle's Plantation, but somewhere, sure, yeah, yeah, I'm open to that, especially now that we found out I can actually do a show on the road. <laughs> well, I think it's happening, so I guess we are. Uh, there you go, if you guys want to be part of the show, uh, the question tonight is, do you think it's possible to tell the future? And, of course, uh, if so, where is that information coming from? Is it being channeled from Apollo, or some trickster spirit, or, and then again, to layer on another level to that, is uh, is this uh, the collecting uh, the future uh, the same as, like, uh, from an algorithmic database? The same sort of thing. I think that's the question. Uh, Jay's like, uh, there's this temple in New York. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, we're looking to hear from you guys. If, Like I said, if you guys are interested and want to keep talking about this, we'll keep going. If not, we'll cut it a little bit short because I am on the road and uh, the quality of the show is a little bit less than normal because, uh, well, one screen, uh, one laptop, and a bad attitude. So 702-957-1037. You can jump in the Discord and be part of the show that way. And, uh, yeah, looking to hear from you. Let's see. I check everything. Uh, what else? I had a little bit more to get into. There's more here. There's actually a lot more. Okay, so let's go to this then. Um, this is, let's see, we had, uh, yep, we did the Oracle Corporation, we did Leonidas, uh, uh, how about this? Here's another one. Let's go with this. This is from jtrue.com, and, uh, this is, uh, the technology of demons, right? So I'm putting this up in the chat, and you guys can check it out. As always, you guys know the, uh, the, um, uh, all these links are already on YouTube right now, so you can find all these links there. Uh, but I'm dropping them here in the chat so you can see what's going on if you would like to follow along. Because, well, you know, some people like to follow along. And we all do things just a little bit differently. So there we go. All right. So uh, there it is. And uh, there's the article I'm looking at. So the, the case for demons. And what they're talking about here is uh, technology. So let's read just a little bit of this. Um, okay. Uh, Think of the demon as an application on your phone. Demons are installed. Demons can run in the background. Demons are binary leeches summoned by our fingertips in shiny black mirrors. 
This technology is accessible through ritual, magic, and ceremony. Every day, Hollywood hacks our archetypal memory. Uh, the corporate elite wields stolen ancient sigils charged with the black magic of envy and addiction. These sigils are used to belong to uh, are, are used to belong to us. These sigils. We used to decide what they meant. Instead, demons enchant us with their crafted story, picture, and sound. These days, people believe demons before they believe each other. Terrorism, climate catastrophes, and Iran six months away from a nuclear bomb are all forms of demonic possession, this article says. This is jtrue.com. And uh, killing JFK was a demonic voodoo trance, guy claimed. And sort of like we talked about in the past here, digital demons of a sort, right? Is uh, And back to that whole... Um, uh, back to that whole... Later, Dal, have a good night. Uh, back to that whole, uh, is it is it possible that this is uh, this is the case? That um, instead of maybe reaching out and finding Apollo, you're finding some other sort of trickster spirit. Yeah, that's that's the weirdness. Um, who else is blazing a nice fat joint? Says Chris. What's up, buddy? I hope uh, I hope um, you know people that are in the jurisdictions where it's legal are all firing up a fat one. Uh, but okay, there we go. Uh, what's going on, guys? Looking to hear from you. Like I said, we'll wind this down and finish a little bit early if you uh, if you guys aren't interested. Like I said, it's it's hard to hit home run every time. But I think these conversations are pretty good, um, and otherwise I wouldn't be talking about it. So if you want to be part of the show, one more time, 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and get your ass in here. By the way, that conversation goes on 24 hours a day. And uh, even uh, sometimes after the show, it goes and uh, we get some voice chat in there and go late into the night. So. Uh, it is a voice client and a chat client. So if you're shy and don't like to talk, you can also type. And um, that's it. That's uh, There we go. Uh, what's up, James? Says, uh, that's weird. Uh, audio cut out for a minute, but then it came back. Yeah, well, what can you do? That's what I said. Laptop on the road. Laptop and a bad attitude. But uh, yeah, so so I don't know. I think I think uh, when, when you boil it down to, to what is actually happening here, where this information is coming from, I don't know. I do not know because there's there's a lot to this. Uh, and here's one more. Let's uh, let's wrap up with this. This is from, um, like I said, we got time for you guys if you want to be part of the show. You know the phone number, troubledminds.org. Phone number's there. Discord link is there. Let's put this right here. Let's link this. And this is a Reddit thread where they're discussing uh, these algorithms, like these Google algorithms, how they're starting. Yeah, Discord works. We've had, uh, we had uh, James on Discord, and we had um, Daryl was on Discord. So everything works today. Uh, we got it fixed up last night. So, okay. So then that's the question here, right? Uh, now, this is from Reddit. And uh, let me read you just a little bit of this, because this is, this is kind of where we're headed. The Google algorithm is beginning to scare me. Um, and so, it, uh, let's see, it's been giving me very strange recommendations, this person says, on no sleep. Usually it's right on the money and sometimes predicts things that I, predicts things I want before I even know, uh, before I have even mentioned them out loud, and I wonder... How it knows. Is it reading my mind? Or does it just know me better than I know myself? For instance, recently I was thinking about replacing my laptop. The, the old one was starting to malfunction and was slowing down to the point of being irritating. Surely enough, ads for laptops started appearing at the side of my browser window when I visited various websites. Even though I hadn't mentioned the problem to anyone and hadn't even said out loud that the old laptop was bothering me. Again and again, ads began to show up that were catered to my very exact needs, getting more and more creepily specific. 
a hole ripped suddenly in my underwear and an ad for underwear popped up on my Google phone. I broke a coffee mug and ads for coffee mugs started to show up. I didn't even have to think about stuff after a while. It popped up on my feed before I even knew I wanted it. Now, okay, now this may be a little out there. This may be somebody trying to tell us a spooky story. Uh, but this is this is the type of thing that uh, that's happening, right? Is this uh, actually being uh, whatever it's being? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's up, Chris? Yeah, out on the road. We're out here on the road and uh, in California and got some things to take care of. So that's what we're doing, and uh, we're making it happen. Like I said, uh, don't discount a laptop and a bad attitude. Sometimes you can get a lot of good things done. So that's what's going on. So if you guys are uh, uh, want to be part of the show and have a discussion here with this, uh, you tell me. You tell me, and we'll uh, we'll put you on the show. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven troubledminds.org. Uh, let's go to, uh, like we got a couple, we got Jay, we got Rohan, let's save, let's save the, the outro for Jay, and, uh, I'll get back to you guys in chat in just a sec, let's do it, let's go to, uh, let's go to Rohan first, and then we'll do the outro with Jay. Rohan, Rohan, the mighty Rohan, welcome to the show. Are you there? What's up, Daryl says, uh, if it is in your broken computer, so it's telling you to replace it. Yeah, it could be, it could be. Um, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Rohan, Rohan. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mute myself again. You're good, man. Hi, Mike. Hey, man, I do it to myself all the time. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Yeah, yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Enjoying the show. Yeah, it's missed the very beginning of it, Mike. It's That's okay. Better. Hey, yeah, yes. Nobody's Blasting. perfect. Yeah, man. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> what do you think? Telling the future? Well, you think there's something to yeah, it? Yeah, man. Yeah, man, but I think, like, when you go back to think about, like, shamans and stuff, that's they figure stuff like that. I don't know, we think of it as maybe they look to the weather patterns and the sense stuff and that, but they, they know stuff. It's, we've been able to do this through history, and I think it's – I think it, I, I know I always hark on about it, but I always hark back to that, that interdimensional aspect. I think that just explains everything, you know, and I think when once we come to – the thing with uh, technology and computing and AI and doing like uh, wireless stuff, I think once we start doing that, electromagnetism is like we, we can only really detect a sliver of the whole spectrum, right? So once we start doing that, I think it's really easy to manipulate by like other entities. So I think these oracles are channeling stuff. I think some of them is probably as true. And it's probably as being some like ultra terrestrials or, you know, in religious terms, maybe you could think of higher beings. I think those people could easily, I think they do interact with us anyway. So like when we get thoughts pushed into our heads sometimes, it seems, doesn't it? And sometimes we get these chance happenings, you know, and I just I just wonder if it's like, say, good entities, bad entities, when they're manipulators. And I think this that interesting point with the algorithms and they've got their own language and the creators of these AIs don't necessarily know what they're doing or saying. And who's to say they haven't been astral hacked? By somebody that gets it, and I made it Wi-Fi. It's easier for them to just get plug in and just mess around with the algorithms and that. You know, probably using it for coding, Mike. Yeah, well, and uh, that, that's that's the spooky part, right? Is uh, if this if this digital stuff is coming from somewhere that's uh, is about to acquire its own mind, like uh, like Derek has said before too. I think he was saying this last night in the after show discussion that. Uh, Maybe the whole point is that the algorithmic nature is trying to convince us to create machines to put these digital demons into, which is the next step, right, of where we're headed. 
So, so telling the future, right? Meaning that uh, who knows? Like I said, so basically what I mean by all that is that if you're channeling, let's say you think it's Apollo, but it's the Archons, right? Or it's a trickster spirit, or it's something to that effect, right? Again, now we're talking about time as a scientific explanation of it. It all exists in one space. Then the information is coming from the same place, right? Meaning that time all exists in the same space. And that's my whole argument tonight is that if you're telling the future, you're getting it from somewhere. And I don't think it's Apollo. I think there's something maybe more nefarious at foot here. Uh, that's a, a foot, not at foot, a foot. But yeah, you get, you get yeah. my meaning, right? I get your meaning. I think that's sort of what I was trying to get to as well. It's that um, this this has got to be the most wide open to abuse technology we've ever dealt with. Do you know what I'm saying? Because we don't really understand it. And it's, you know, mm. <laughs> it is a bit sketchy. Just a bit sketchy. I'm chewing. You got me chewing. I know. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's like I say, it's, it's, it's this like, and I always go back to this with like that CERN stuff and that. I mean, it's this astro, astral projection stuff and, you know, Kennedy having like astral bodyguards and stuff. I mean, and I think we talked, you talked about this a few shows back. It's like, if we're working on those levels and working, do, do you know what I'm saying? It's, it all has to be the future, all has to be about learning the psi stuff, getting psi skills, I think, and starting getting on that thing. And I think that was a good point that somebody's made with, um, with the reality like the reality that if you focus on the negative and going loopy and stuff you kind of kind of inviting that into your life aren't you but like like you said there's another discussion here where you're trying to have a genuine discussion to genuinely find answers for you know reasons you probably got we've probably all got passionate desire to find the truth of something or you know find out who we are or where we fit into things do you know what i'm saying and i think like you say um where focus goes energy flows I think that's 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 the brilliant thing about these conversations as well, Mike. These kind of shows is, you know, if if consciousness is king, and there is no reality, as that recent study has shown, maybe there is no reality, and it's all about what we think. Then, you know, we can shape reality. I suppose then, you know, it really, really, we are all Neo. Do you know what I'm saying? It gets to that stuff, doesn't it? So maybe that's what this um, Aquarius and Golden Age becomes about. Things start collapsing in like waveforms collapse in on themselves and it just becomes about you know whatever reality you think it's going to be you know does that um, make sense yeah so like the matrix so they say there is no spoon right and so they they bend the spoon mm -hmm. the, the secret is knowing there uh -huh. is no spoon so so there is no apollo you are apollo i'm apollo everybody's yeah. apollo yeah <laughs> Yeah, in, in some way, and like say Apollo's. I mean, I think some of this information, um, you, you, somebody else who's giving it to you has probably been through it. You know what I'm saying it's like yeah, it's all happening in one spot in in time space, but we're in space time, and we haven't reached that point yet. We still got linear causality, haven't we? Right. So we haven't reached those bits yet. But once you get outside of three dimensions, then linear causality don't count for nothing, does it? Do you know what I'm saying? So anything outside of three dimensions has definitely got an advantage on us in terms of time. I think I've said this before, because once you're outside of three dimensions, looking what happens, uh, you know, if the, are the, are the, Reds, are the Sox going to win in two weeks' time in the baseball, in the game? Well, yeah, it's, if you're outside of three dimensions, it's just like looking out the window to see if it's sunshine in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah well, and 
That's uh, again back to back to some of the basic things like you know meditation, manifesting realities, things like this, right? And uh, you know a Wim Hof, uh, you know things like that. Like it, it's weird how how a lot of this kind of comes back on itself. And it seems like it could be a very basic thing to change. Like Robert said, you ask the universe to change, and the universe will change for you, right? Interesting. Mm -hmm. I think, um, and wouldn't it that sort of make sense as well? You know, why why make it all really difficult for us? Maybe we've overcomplicated it on purpose as like a control mechanism. Maybe it's just really simple. And you know, everything else is kind of simple and follows simple sort of rules, isn't it? And just just knowing the principles. And it seems to be that's what all the masters and teachers and all through history seem to say. It's just simple things, isn't it? It's a physical point, Mike. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ronald wants, uh, he says, get Mike, get Rohan to say ground control to Major Tom. Say that, Rohan. Dance, Rohan. Dance. Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> there it is. I'm sure that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, uh, so so uh, I, th I think the weird part of this is if you can tell the future, is it science? Is it woo? Is it somewhere in between? Right, that's uh, I think that's the crux of this conversation. And do the algorithms have anything to do with it, or are we just uh, uh, just uh, uh, flirting with danger by bringing that up? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But maybe you can affect them. Maybe now, now, now we've come to this uh, possibility, Mike. Maybe we can all make the algorithms work in your favor by just deciding. Yeah, you should try it. Little Maharishi experiment, just in troubled minds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, actually, uh, the the experiment we did the other night, Jack Rohan, uh, uh, Snake Eyes in Vegas. So, <laughs> just to let you know, remember we remember, <laughs> remember we tried that. I yeah. forgot about it. Maybe it's because I didn't show. Oh no, sorry, Mike. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, man, uh, we got to try harder next time, I guess. But uh, yeah, so so I don't know. I think that's the that that's a, a worthy of a of a discussion here, which is why we do it, right? Remember, guys, this is not the answer show. This is the question show. We get together and discuss. Uh, whether the stuff is real. If you don't believe it, that's cool. Trouble Minds is about that too. Um, so it, it's okay. Like it's okay to just be you and believe the things you believe. Um, so we got we got Jay to get to in a sec. Uh, anything else while we got you on Rohan? Oh no, I just wanted to chip in there, Mike. No, no, no. That's that's cool. Yeah, I'd like to see what Jay's got to say anyway. But nice one. Great to speak to you, man. Enjoy you too. The show. You, you as well. Thank you. Thanks for uh, calling awesome. in. Uh, great stuff as always, man. Uh, Matt says in the chat, he says Rohan did it again. Mind blown. <laughs> there it is. Cheers. I'll leave you right there, man. If you want to listen to it, right where you're at. And uh, let's go to let's go to Jay. Go to Jay in New York. Jay in New York. Can I do it? Can I do it? There we go. Look at that. See, chunky laptop, not one to work. Jay, welcome to the show. How you doing, my friend? Great. That's um. That's cool. I mean, the, the whole thought of it, and then what you were saying about that conversation we had in the, I can't remember what it's called today. Um, when Bailey was trying to explain to us about the AI and just looking at it in all ways. And then MJ that called up and was talking about playing with his Ouija board. And it talked about, um, when you were saying you're not going to point the bone at yourself. And I was just wondering if, maybe we're entering the data that we want into the algorithm or into the whatever acoustic records and that's changing the future we're making it what we want to be 
Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's a good way to put it. Is that uh, so? We we are feeding the algorithm, but the the algorithm itself is also, um, you know, for, for let's say metaphorically, allegorically, is a, is the universe, right? And with that intention, if you're feeding it, like you said, with the data you want, like they say, you know, shit in, shit out, right? Like crappy data in, you're going to get a poor result. But maybe, you know, I mean, it's it's a metaphor for life, is it not? I mean, you you know, you do the right things. You uh, you know, you swing the hammer and do the work, and uh, good things come to you, right? I think I think that's a good way to put it. You know, I just I don't know. These discussions are awesome. You know, it's just let your mind go in a bunch of different ways. The thing that was originally coming up, I missed the beginning. I'm sorry, I dozed off with the kids when they went snoozing. You're loud, but man. The the thing in ancient Greece there, the article that it was all about, um, you know, they're going in there and they said it had a toxic or not toxic. What was it? The a noxious, odor, gas. noxious gas. A noxious gas. Yep. Uh, I couldn't think of the words, you know, maybe they were like a DMT or, you know, maybe they had a bale of marijuana down there on the bottom for light or, you know, that's what they were making their torches out of whatever it was. And they were going down there and they were just, making observations of what they seen like you know you see the little kid running off by himself headed towards the stairs well you're going to start walking over that way because you know that the little kid on stairs you know you should be there to help them out you know did you know they were going to fall down the stairs probably not did it make a good idea to go and do it probably yes you know i i just i think all of us have that in us where we can kind of see what's going on around us it depends on how observant we are about it or not you know you can see the near future, you know, the thing with the military that you were saying about, you know, the madmen or no, it was night stalker that put it in the chat. He put a thing where the Pentagon was running a program to see if they could see a couple of days in the future. And they were you know, trying to start to use it and stuff like that. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. But if you look at it, you know, not to bring up any current events, but you start looking at what you're doing, you're going to know what's going to start to happen. You know, we've got enough experience with, you know, all the way back to the 300 there, you know, well, they probably knew what was going to happen coming. Either you're going to stand up right or you're going to lose, you know. So I think that, you know, it might be something that we bring upon ourselves, you know, coming at us. Back to the uh, self-fulfilling prophecies in the Oedipus complex. <laughs> don't point the bone. Well, I mean, don't point the bone. That was one of the things that you don't know, was with Axel. You know, you don't want that hint of an idea in your mind because, however little it might be, might head you down the road. You know. Yeah, might catch up to you, right? Right. You know. Well, I hope that's not because I let Axel do it whenever. You know. Well, oh, I hear the card <laughs> shuffle on Axel. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Axel. Pull, pull me a card. Pull me a card. <laughs> But I, I just, I, I really think that, you know, it might be the same, the past, present, and the future. It's all happened before, you know? You know, yeah. are we at ancient Greece now, when they were about to fall? You know, look at the world events and stuff. Does it really need to be entered into an algorithm, or do we just need to read a little history? You know? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. Is um, that the, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so do you think though? Do you believe that uh, it is possible to tell the future in any capacity? 
Sure, it's got to be. You know, I mean, Nostradamus, I mean, I don't know how much he was wrong, but there were ones that he hit it on. You know, there was that lady, too. That wasn't too awful long ago, 1800s or something like that. She wrote down a bunch of stuff that came true. The Simpsons. Simpsons, yep, that was a good one. Yep. You know, they're writing down stuff that came true. I mean, some of it's just too true. You know, Trump on the staircase and just dumb stuff like that, you know. But I don't know. I think it's it's there. I think that what it is is there's we're all different people, and everybody has different talents and thoughts and beliefs and everything else like that. I can't write it out that there's not people out there that can't see into the near future or even the far future or the past for that matter. You know, it's just, you know, what are you into? If you're sitting around huffing DMT all day long, probably you could see Jesus if you wanted to. <laughs> I'm sure some people have, <laughs> you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. And that's, that's the thing. So I don't know. Like, like, uh, and I think, uh, oddly enough, right. That we, we, um, you, you you dig hard enough, and it doesn't even have to be that hard, really. You just kind of have like uh, be able to make connections with some of these things, and you know, esoteric, uh, you know, telling the future it seems to, to to maybe be the exact same thing as algorithmic telling the future. It's just uh, you know, deriving the the information from a, a different method, uh, and that's that. Uh, I don't know. That's what we're here talking about. Pretty crazy stuff. How you how it can kind of combine, and uh, you know, again, scientifically, if time does exist in the same space, like I keep saying, the past, present, future, then it does come from the same place. It's just accessing it different ways. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's a little bit uh, creepy to think about. I see Rohan unmuted there. You got something to, to kick in there, Mr. Rohan? Yeah. Yeah, I was just... Um, I thought that that thing about the algorithms, I was, was going to comment on earlier somebody mentioned this thing about um how you can predict the future if you and if you've got enough data i think that's the key thing i think you're predicting probable futures and uh, like say if you've got enough information you can do it and it's it's exemplified in a particular uh, episode of the tv show the fringe where there's someone that's uh he's just so good at the calculations they think he can see the future but he's just so good at calculating what's going to happen he kind of knows what's going to happen he sets up these little uh, domino effects where we leave a pencil on a, on a trash can or something and then somebody will knock it over and later on a cat or a pigeon or something will come past and knock it into the street and then someone falls you know what i mean it sets up a chain of events and it's kind of like knocking people off by setting up these chain of events and it's just because he's just so good with a math at calculating so i think you're looking at probable futures but like I say, if you've got enough data, and then I think with the algorithms and the AI, don't need to, they can really use the data without needing to predict the future. They can just predict our reactions to things. And I think that's that problem reaction solution thing. I think mean, that's why they want the AI. You know? Yeah. No one wants to sit and do the math. Mm. <laughs> yes. That's why we have the AI. People don't want to sit down and do the math gotten lazy who does, <laughs> who does? <laughs> yeah well i do the math in my head all the time but that's you know i'm a carpenter you have to do it in your head there you yeah. go i always say jesus was a carpenter you're in good company man you're in good company i hope so yeah he's protected on. me more than a couple of times on the way off the side of a building there you go 
There you go. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's wrap this sucker up. Uh, like I said, I'm on the road, so I don't want to be too lo too long here with uh, people trying to go to bed or whatnot soon. So let's uh, let's do the Jatro. What do you think, my friend? Play some uh, let's um, play some music here. How about uh, this? Yeah. All right. There you go, sir. All right. Discussions are always better than arguments because an argument is hard to an argument is to find out who is right. The discussion is to find out what is right. I don't know where that one came from. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I like the little ones that just pop up short and sweet. Yeah, that's good stuff. Definitely good stuff. Um, so, yeah, fantastic. Uh, like I said, we're on the road here, uh, Troubled Minds Road Style, uh, broadcasting live from California. And uh, like I said, I apologize for the, the actual... Uh, lesser quality but i think we got it close enough close enough so thanks again for hanging out with us guys thanks for being here thanks for all the great calls uh you know who you are thanks for uh thanks for caring thanks for being a, a concerned citizen and uh thanks for having an open mind and not being shitty to each other it's an important thing so uh let's wrap this up anything else rohan or jay i'm spending how on how today <laughs> the, th the show is going great considering on the road and everything just to it's awesome and I'm ready to howl too okay I want to keep the neighbors up let it rip let it rip oh it is it okay oh, oh. <laughs> there you go there you go there you go alright guys this is Rohan and Jay with us I'm Michael Strange this is Troubled Minds and we'll be back tomorrow 7pm Pacific and we'll be doing the same thing uh, we'll be talking about all kinds of crazy stuff and uh, keeping an open mind and trying not to be shitty to each other. And uh, as we finish, you know how it goes. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Dark Devious there for the tip. I see that over on Rockfin. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you, everybody. Ronald over there. Robert. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.